You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet. Hey, welcome. Hi. I'm glad, man, it is good to see you. I haven't seen you in a while. Me or the listener? The listener. Yeah. I've, I haven't seen you in, <laughs> in, the, same in the same amount of time. But still. But, still. but, not, but fuck you. The, I, list, the listener. I saw your face on Friday and on Sunday at least. <laughs> that is true. We haven't seen the listener's face in a, in a hot minute. Yeah. <laughs> a full week. <laughs> <laughs> we're in a we're in a real like sliver situation where we have installed anyone who downloads our podcast we've installed a hidden camera in their house mm-hmm. so that we can monitor it's not for like perverted stuff a little bit a little perverted stuff but mainly just so we can monitor <laughs> your face while you listen to the show it, it was super cheap to give Bezos a little bit of money yeah. so we can monitor all yeah. the all the Alexi it, right all the ring cams it's <laughs> yeah. like hey Bezos you don't need a lot of money right you're set you're pretty good right if we give you like our souls but yeah. <laughs> Look, man, if I'm uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> half, you're half. Jesus gets half. Bezos gets the other half. Deal? You put me in a weird spot where I had to be like, huh. <laughs> Is that something that I can sell? And also, would I? If it doesn't exist, I could probably sell it multiple times. Well, do like, do like uh, Lord Voldemort and cut it in seven pieces. Oh, I thought Millhouse <laughs> did that to Bart's soul. <laughs> Is Millhouse the Voldemort of the Simpsons parallel? Yes, that yeah. makes sense. It's definitely not Mr. Burns. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when uh, Josh sold his soul to Mitchell for like a dollar. Oh, that happened? Yeah. Why did he do that? I don't know. But later he took it back. Many, many years later. Probably he, he because asked for of the Simpsons. And Mitchell gave it back to him. Josh's parents were right. He shouldn't watch The Simpsons. <laughs> he saw that one episode <laughs> and sold his fucking soul for a pog. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I'm glad Josh got his soul back. Yeah, mostly. (laughs) Whatever Mitchell did to it, I don't know, but Josh has been different ever since. Well, you know, you win some, you lose some. (laughs) What do you buy with that dollar? Mitchell gave him the wrong one back, hopefully. Oh, a different Josh? (laughs) (laughs) He's just got a briefcase of Josh souls. (laughs) Oh, man. How are you doing? You're drinking reds over there, yeah? Yeah, I've got this Red's Some. Apple Ale, and then after I'm done with that, i got this Santa Cruz Organic Lemonade. All right. Anything in there or just lemonade? Just lemonade. Oh, I got you. Okay. Not a fun drink. Yemonade. Um, yeah, not, not, not a fun time drink. Hey, that reminds me. Fun time reminds me. I've, do you like Peeps? No. I, I, th- I thought you did not like peeps. <laughs> yeah, ve- vehemently. Yeah. No. Do you like hot tamales, the candy? Yeah, I do love hot tamales. Hot do you tamales like hot? Good. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm yeah. kind of surprised. I do like hot tamales. I'm kind of surprised. I figured that you... my jam for a long time. Peeps I knew. Peeps I knew was going to be... Peeps, a, you're human. I a, knew peeps. Peeps I knew. Uh, I like peeps, and oh. I'm a human. Oh. Mm. I don't know if you knew that about me, but <laughs> I'm a human. <laughs> so fuck you. <laughs> I brought a treat, unless I forgot it. How much do you like peeps, though? Like, did you sit there with a bowl of peeps and eat peeps? 
a bowl like, of like, Peeps there's like, like milk in there? Like, yeah, there's a Peeps. There is Peeps cereal. Or is it like on uh, on Easter? I'll have a few Peeps. Okay. Can you get Peeps outside of Easter? That's that my answer mm. to you on how much oh, I like Peeps. I don't know. Maybe. My answer is a question. Can you get Peeps outside of Easter? I would have thought you would. I didn't think it was seasonal. Can You You want me to... Can I toss it or... Yeah, you All right, toss here we it. go. Would you... Look at that. That is a oh, that is a hot tamale peep. Okay. Hot tamale flavored peep. All right. I can, I, I can do this Venn diagram. I normally like to put my peeps in um, the freezer, and they get all like hard. <laughs> mm, they smell good. Because I, I love marshmallows. You know, I can I can always yeah. do marshmallow. I do marshmallow anything. Peeps have just never been my thing. So here's the thing about here's the thing that's interesting to me about this. You don't like peeps. No, I like peeps. Mm-hmm. You like hot tamales. I am kind of on the fence. Like hmm. anytime, because anytime I'm eating a hot tamale, it's like I, I I enjoy like the first five of them, and I'm like, man, these are fucking good. You're used to it. And then the sixth one, I'm like, oh god, I'm fucking tired of eating these hot tamales. <laughs> I wish they were Mike and Ike's instead, <laughs> because they always tease me because they're like, if you close your eyes and put it in your mouth, it's like, man. This if this would have gone down the different factory chute, this would be a Mike and Ike, a Mike or an Ike. <laughs> I remember how I remember I mean eighth grade, that was my year of the hot tamale. Like I just constantly ate hot tamales that year. And you didn't get burnt out on them? No. Man, I that's can, a testament. I can still sit down and now I've you know, I've got the corn syrup thing now. So if I eat too many, I will get the get corn syrup belly oh and, my not, God. and not dig it. But fucking Easter like destroyed our house pretty much because Goddamn rabbit. Yeah, that rabbit uh, is very rude. Jesus, just dragging his cross to the whole living room, knocking shit over, didn't <laughs> no, scratch up the wood floors. He doesn't come by our house anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the rabbit, the rabbit, on the other hand, he definitely pays a visit. Um, so, like, because uh, the Easter Bunny uh, brought Starburst jelly beans, which are banned in our house uh, for oh, a good reason. Those are, man. And, dude, I went through, like, a fucking bag of them yesterday. A bag! Bad. And it was like... Nikki was like, it was like right before stream, and Nikki was like, "Are you hungry?" I was like, "Fucking no, I only had a sandwich today and a bag of Starburst jelly beans." <laughs> That's a, I can't have um, Sour Patch Kids in the house either. Oh man, Sour Patch like, Kids are good. I will eat those so they're gone, and that's like, you know, if you were to take Fruitopia and shape it like a little thing, that's what it does to me. Like, yeah, I mean, Fruitopia will always be the king of make me wretch, but. Sour Patch Kids are right. Like, like I'll eat three. Be like, I should probably stop here. I'm feeling okay, and then I'm not. And then, then I keep eating, and I'm not. Do you like? Have you ever had the big Sour Patch Kids? Oh yeah, I've had all the Sour yeah. Patch. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I've had yeah. All of them. So, I've had too much of yeah. every kind of Sour Patch Kid. Did you try the Sour Patch Kids Blizzard when it was yeah, at the Dairy Queen? Oh man, that's a good fucking Blizzard right there. <laughs> I liked it. It's different because it's 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 fruity candy, and mm-hmm. you don't really get that a lot in Blizzards. Yeah. Um. Well, now in the future, I'll think of you when I eat Sour Patch Kids. Like I think of you when I eat Gem Donuts. There's little oh. chocolate donuts. Yeah, my fat kid weakness. Uh huh. And and <laughs> look, it's mine too. This is how. Man. This is why we're friends. Because <laughs> you know, when I eat certain foods, I think of you. Yeah. It's it's those little tiny donuts. We just rub our Achilles heels yeah, on each other. Right. And look, dude, I love them too. But don't get me fucking wrong. I'm not. I'm not mm. throwing shade. I fucking will throw down on some of those little tiny donuts. See, I like it better when Melissa buys the powdered ones because I don't want to eat those as much. Quite as much. <laughs> right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, because washing your hands gets involved with that one. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, and then uh, barbecue baked lays. Those oh, are two. Fuck. Those are two fuck. foods. Two little two snack foods. Yep. Every time I'm eating them, I'm like, man. I wish I was hanging out with Tyler right now. Tyler's probably he could probably feel this right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I need Tyler to help me carry this load because I don't know if I could eat this whole bag by I myself. I still I, I cannot eat just sit and eat a bag of chips of any other kind but barbecue oh, baked lays. I, I can't. Cannot I cannot like, do. I it. like regular la- baked lays too. I'll do those with dip. I love with regular dip? baked lays with with French onion dip. Have you had the the ridges ones, the baked ridges ones? Yeah, I don't like them quite as really? much. Really? Yeah, really. I got. I, mean, get I like them. Yeah, but I don't have them quite as much. I gotta, I gotta get that rigidity because nothing sucks worse than that shit off. breaking off. Into uh, that's what I just put three fingers in the dip <laughs> oh, no, and pull out no. the pull out the chip fragments. No. I I'm like a I'm like in there with like it's like a surgery it's like a medical emergency. I'm in there with another chip trying to dig out the the first chip uh-huh. and then that one breaks. <laughs> Me, me putting my fingers in French onion dip reminds me, and I've told Melissa this. <laughs> oh, uh, um, you sure you want to say that? I mean, she loves that I used to jerk off to her in middle school. Like, I've, you know, like, yeah, I've masturbated to you very, very much. Oh. <laughs> 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 Those are, that was in your like your wedding vows, I think. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> I have now and always will masturbate to you. And I used to. In the same like little area as like the fruit and the dips, there's that caramel apple dip comes in a tub. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Josh used to always have that on hand. Really? And, and yeah, all his house, At was, his house, his house was always full of either Mountain Dew and Surge, that and Nacho Fixins. Nacho so, Fixins yeah. like Velveeta. salsa, sour cream, jalapenos, oh, tortilla chips. Like Man. I could always go over to Josh's house at any time. And drink three surges and a plate of nachos, no matter what. We we always had salsa in our house. Yeah. Like salsa was like chips and salsa was like uh, a more family staple. Mm-hmm. It's like we have chips and salsa <laughs> on hand at all times. We have popcorn on hand at all times, mm. and uh, the sweetest tea that you can possibly imagine. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's worse for you than soda, but much cheaper. So <laughs> oh, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> We were all about value in our house. <laughs> <laughs> Diabetes per dollar. <laughs> <laughs> man, DPD is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, no, man, DPD is pretty good. <laughs> but I remember long before, it, the first time I watched the 40-year-old virgin, virgin, I laughed very hard when he was talking about feeling a boob like, yeah, it's like a bag, bag of, of sand. sand. <laughs> yeah. Because long before I ever touched a vagina... Uh-huh. Oh, right. You were telling a story. I'm I sorry. Would, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let me tell you about the snack foods we had in my house. Please stop telling your story for a minute. Also, we had goldfish. And <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember breaking off like part of an apple or whatever in the dip. So I remember I, I put my fingers oh, in no. the dip to get yeah. the apple out. And I was like, I bet this is like a bit like it's, it had to be hot. But I bet this is what fingering a girl would be like. So I would finger the caramel apple dip pretending or practicing to finger Melissa. <laughs> Should one day the event ever occur, I'd be ready for it. It paid off. She married I was, you. I was fucking ready yeah. for it, too. <laughs> yeah, it paid off. She married you. must be yeah. for a reason. You were like Michael Jordan out there at 5 a.m. practicing basketball. <laughs> Just like Caramel, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Josh's mom wakes in the middle of the night and was in the living room just vigorously <laughs> finger-banging the shit out of this caramel apple dip. <laughs> Tyler, did you lose your apple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You ready to Can try? Can I take this home? <laughs> you guys might want this. Can I borrow a few? <laughs> well, that reminds me of, I remember being in fifth grade, mm-hmm. and I remember peeing in the restroom at school, and I remember midstream, I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to shut the valve <laughs> off. I'm going to stop this stream. And I did, and I remember thinking, I bet this is what sex feels like. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember asking a kid in the bathroom, I was like, I'm pretty sure it's what sex feels like, right? A kid you knew? Yeah. And they were like, We're a stranger. (laughs) The janitor. (laughs) And and the kid was like, (laughs) I don't know what to find out. (laughs) And that's why I didn't. Scruffy knows what sex feels like. You want to, you ready to try the uh, hot tamale? I peep? am. Let's do it. All right. I like that peep texture. Oh, it's pretty good. I like that. It's so that fluffy. that's the best peep I've ever had. Really? Low bar, but best peep I've ever had. Low bar. Definitely not the best peep I've had. I like a classic peep. I like a little yellow peep mm-hmm. in the freezer. It's got to be like. Or I think s- it might be the texture that really turns me off. The over over. Sugariness, like that wasn't see, too sweet because that. had the cinnamon on it. So. Oh, whoa, whoa, I see. Well, I like that like confetti coating that they put on <laughs> it. It kind of reminds me a little bit of like maybe I don't know. I'm gonna try to convert you to a peep fan. Kind of reminds me of like the sour, um, the sour sugar they put on Sour Patch Kids. Mm, okay, I know it's not I'm working. Be that. I also like stale peeps. I didn't know they could go stale. Oh yeah. oh yes they can and they're delicious because they get like less soft they get hard you know Mm -hmm. like not hard hard like you're not gonna build a house out of peeps but like (laughs) they get tougher and it's like yeah i don't know like a chewier peep yeah it's pretty good also why don't they make chewy peeps then I don't, uh, the, the technology is just not there. FDA won't approve it. <laughs> They're like, uh, you can't just make peeps and store them in a warehouse for six months and then sell them. <laughs> but it's what one guy in Kentucky wants. Probably more than just you, I bet. Yeah. So they're, they're in r slash peeps. Probably. Yeah. There probably is a subreddit for peeps. I never even thought about that. Have you seen the, the peep, the, the peep, the peep Pepsi? And they're gonna the peepsy, peepsy, yeah, yeah, man. Yep, I'd love to get that and try it on our, our tasting, oh, but I don't, think it'll, I don't think it'll drop in time. Yeah, they're like coming out next year. There's like a sweepstakes you can enter <laughs> to get them this year, and it's like I don't want them that bad. <laughs> How hard are the sweepstakes is it? <laughs> enter. Uh, just enter your social security number, your uh, oh. date of birth. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and you have a one in 100,000 chance. That's pretty good odds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I play Empires and Puzzles. I'm used to those odds, so that's fine. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. The, also, the Easter Bunny brought us the gift of plastic grass, um, which mm. is also mm. banned in our house <laughs> because our cat likes to ooh, likes ooh. to likes to eat it, but uh, not all the way. Uh-huh. He likes to then like walk around with grass. <laughs> like half of the grass is in his stomach, half of it is just hanging out of his mouth. Yeah, good old it'll be hair. half in his stomach and half you have to pull it out of his <laughs> asshole or out of it. I mean, I've had to like. We also, like, Henry can't have, like, ribbons on, like, helium balloons Mm -hmm. because uh, I walked into Henry's room before and Berlioz, our black Mm -hmm. cat, love that cat. He is, don't tell him, but he is the second best cat Mm -hmm. that that I've ever Pinkerton, yeah. Pinkerton was the (laughs) best damn cat ever. Um, So I walk into Henry's room, open the door, and Berlioz is, like, got 
half of the ribbon tied to the balloon like down his throat and it's like his head is pointing up at the ceiling and like he like i open the door and he like moves his head a little bit he goes full heather Harmon, just looking at you oh, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah he freezes and i gotta go over there and like like i'm starting a lawnmower just pull the, <laughs> pull the ribbon out of his <laughs> and he's upset about it he goes right back for it <laughs> He's like, what, didn't you see that took me thing? 20 minutes. <laughs> right. Maybe I should bring that up to the vet. Like, hmm? like I don't know. Is that a normal cat, cat thing? cat pika? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> hmm. It seems like a, maybe like a, like a disorder or something. Yeah. Like my strangest diets. <laughs> Is that a show? My cat's strange addiction. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I mean, I ate toothpicks. I'm, yeah, my corgi did eat a hmm. bunch of. A box of toothpicks one time. <laughs> and, and pooped spinies for Yeah, and the time. vet was amazed that he didn't, like, die. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's what you want to hear a vet like say. <laughs> well. How many did he eat? A box. How many's in the box? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he pooped. He, he had toothpicks in his poop for, like, a week. Man. See, I don't know. Because you said, you know, the second best cat. Like, I'd, I don't know if I could ever get another get cats again yeah because i will be measuring them against river and sky and eh. like cats are still like i mean i'm just teasing i love burley you know i love yeah. both the cats but cats but are it, still a gamble like it's still it's a pretty oh yeah it's a pretty steep gamble where you're gonna get good cat or bad cats it, it is it's risky but the secret to it is you gotta be willing to get rid of that cat <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah because there have been two cats that we've given up on cheetos and aria Aria was a stray that yeah. I don't know if I've told the story on the show or yeah, not. Yeah, I remember what happened to Aria. I remember she was running all the time and then... Yeah, she. I found Aria. She was laying on our walkway like in July one mm-hmm. year and it's like, oh my God. And she was like flat. It was like, oh fuck. There's a, a cat just decided to die on our walkway. <laughs> so I went over and it's like, oh shit, she's alive. And so like got her some water and some food and like took her in and she was real sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're like, okay, I guess we have a, I guess we have a, another cat. We have a third mm-hmm. cat now, and um, she absolutely hated living inside. She hated living inside, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, if you're gonna live here, we want you to live inside so you don't like die, yeah, yep. <laughs> or bring in. You've the- already lost one eye. You should probably stay in here, right? Yeah, because <laughs> I forgot to describe her. She's like tortoise shell, with like one eye, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, we don't, also didn't want her to bring in like. Fleas and shit. Fleas, yeah. disease and stuff, and get the, the other two cats sick. Mm-hmm. So uh, we just decided to uh, part ways. We got her back to health and was like, okay, you're an outside cat that we take care of. And then um, apparently she died. I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's probably <laughs> never what happened. Yeah. Never saw her again. And it's like I told Nikki, I was like, pretty sure. We haven't seen her in a while. She's probably, like all cats that live outside, has died an unceremonious death out there yeah. somewhere. But, you know, it's weird because it's like I don't – I didn't get attached to her because it's like even though we, like, nursed her to health and got her all good to go. She was sweet. She was a sweet cat. She did not get along with the other two cats. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they were – she was constantly fighting with them, and mm-hmm. so that kind of sucked. Uh, but, yeah, man, we just – it was just kind of like we'd see her outside and be like, oh, there's our cat. We just kind of, like, point at her. <laughs> <laughs> and then one day uh, – I don't know. She's somewhere. Just gone. Yeah. Yep. 
And what Cheetos just ran out one day, and it was just like, oh well. Yeah, Cheetos was Cheetos uh, come back. <laughs> oh, oh damn! Man. Yeah, he ran away. <laughs> Cheetos was an example of why um, I needed to have kid a uh, kid later in life <laughs> because I think Cheetos <laughs> ran away. We'll put that in quotation marks. When I was like twenty three years old, mm-hmm. is my guess. Because, like, Cheetos was the worst cat in existence. Yeah. Uh, he was this orange tabby, if you could imagine. Shame if somebody were to destroy your Venetian blinds. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he would just, I mean, just pee everywhere. He would just pee constantly, and it sucked. And, yeah, he would tear everything up. And, like, he wasn't affectionate at all. Uh, and then I remember one day I was in, uh, this was when we lived in the apartment above the barbershop. I was playing, um, I was playing GameCube. And uh, he was at the front door just meowing, 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 meowing. And I just opened the door. (laughs) 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 This is not a thing he regularly did. I just opened the door and then he just ran out. I closed the door on him. (laughs) And I was like. Where he wants to be? Who who am I to tell? Who am I? (laughs) I was like, I'm sure I'll come back. No. He never (laughs) came back. (laughs) We saw him from time to time, like clear on the other side of town. Like I mean, <laughs> that cat was so miserable living there. Man. Uh, yeah. So anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's pussy out there. Yeah. Let me out. That was what it was all about. Yeah. Because yeah. we were like, I mean, we were Nikki and I were living together, both in college, not making a lot of money, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, Cheetos wasn't fixed, and Cheetos wanted to do what boy cats do. Yeah. So I uh, just uh, enabled that behavior. Because I, I had TJ, who was a wonderful cat, who once he hit puberty, like, yeah, he was gone. Short for Taco John? No, my cousin named him TJ for some reason. I just kept it whenever I got him. Super sweet cat. The way yeah. he played with Primer was wonderful. But then he's just gone. Man, I forgot about Primer. Mm-hmm. I met Primer once. I don't oh, think I ever met right. TJ. Yeah. I mean, TJ was like back at the dollar house. Oh, that's a while. It's yeah. in the the long the long ago. The long, long yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you times. met Primer though. Yeah, yeah. I like Primer a lot. Primer was cool. Primer was old when I met Primer. Bear, yeah. yeah. Primer was a, like a dog lich. Yeah. Yeah, I remember going over to your house, I think, one time before we went out to the cabin. And this was like a long time ago mm. because I remember like you grabbing uh your mom's strawberry cake that she made, yep. which is like a classic cabin mm-hmm. dessert. And yeah, I remember, um, I think that's probably the first time I met, I, I get to meet our mysterious guest that we have on the <laughs> yeah. show from time to time. I met him and Primer for the first time. <laughs> Did he offer to make you pimento cheese? No. That's usually his go-to. No, I you think hungry? He... You want a pimento permin- cheese? <laughs> pimento cheese? <laughs> nah, he was like, I think he was like doing shit, you know? No. Like he just happened to like come in the house and like to yell at you or something. And yeah, then... <laughs> yeah. As he was prone to do when I was... Younger than 21 yeah. years old. <laughs> if I yell at you, I mean, just... He didn't yell at you, but he definitely hassled you. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I remember thinking, man, Tyler ain't making this shit up. No. I don't know. <laughs> like, my dad my dad needed to age... Once my dad hit, like, 55, it was all good. <laughs> Cruise control yeah. at 55. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of... Uh, cats eating ribbons on balloons. We're talking about a game <laughs> called SOS today. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you hear that, Dave? I do hear that. It sounds like the 
like the retching of a feline, but like they enjoy it. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. it's not the kind where you're like, oh God, is something wrong with my cat? It's the kind where it's like, oh, I have to pull something out of my cat's mouth, like a uh, spaghetti fa- Play-Doh factory. Uh, I do hear that retching, which of course ushers in a segment uh, that we like to call Dave Reads from Wikipedia. Okay, guys, SOS, 1993 video game. SOS, known in Japan as, I'm going to try my best, Septentrion? Yeah, that's the, there's a sequel, right? That's named something like that. There, I, I think it's, yeah, Septentrion on the PlayStation, um, which I'm kind of interested in playing, but I've heard it's much Completely worse than this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, SOS is a survival adventure video game developed by Human Entertainment which, of course, we remember from Clock Tower. Mm -hmm. We did an episode on Clock Tower a long time ago. ago. Um, And it was published in 1994 by Vic Tokai for the Super NES. Uh, Here we go. A sequel to the game was later released in Japan for the PlayStation, known as Septentrion colon Out of the Blue. Uh, And then that's pretty much a little short description on, on Wikipedia. Uh, I see that you're picking your ear with the pen. It's itchy. Oh, gosh. I'm going to take that <laughs> pen away. <laughs> I'm going to call your dad. I got keys. <laughs> <laughs> so the other day, is that what you were talking about? Is that how you do your ear with the pen? If it's really itchy, then yeah, I'll get in there with my, with my like, key. Like, what do you mean get in there? Like, not the canal. Oh, like I'm starting a car, yeah. Just... No, you're fucking with me. You don't put it in the canal. I guess I'll show you. No, please don't. <laughs> please, God, don't Give me do a that. dollar. Please. <laughs> Donate to patreon.com slash tadfog if you'd like to see Tyler clean his ears out with a key. Because he's going to do it anyway. Stretch goal. I'll use my work keys and my car key. God, don't use the term stretch goal. I'll use that goal. big old-fashioned soulmate key that Melissa gave me. That won't even fit. That'll be like a big stretch goal. A soulmate key? Literal stretch goal, <laughs> right? Is well, that like we got a married? She gave key? me the yeah, the oh, skeleton right. key, yeah, like and the, the key to her heart. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I thought, uh, how about one of those like uh, little keychains that you give a, a small child to entertain themselves <laughs> with? <laughs> a Fisher Prize, like yeah, big red, blue, big and yellow red key. key. <laughs> well, it's Wednesday, time to use the blue <laughs> key. <laughs> this is how we start our day. <laughs> you put it in, there <laughs> we go. Push that in there real tight. Yeah. Oh, God. Ugh. Can't. I can't. <laughs> but this, so this game. SOS. SOS won. Terrible title. It's a really terrible. bad. It's a really bad title. Like, I feel like it's so bad, it was a big hindrance to it. I can tell you this, that based on the box art and the, the label on on the cartridge, Combined with the name, because the the art is essentially like a ship mm-hmm. at night in a storm. Yep. So you got that, which is all like painterly. It's not like comic book pop art style. It's like it looks like, oh, that's a oh, that's a painting of a ship. Pretty boring. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then a title SOS like that. Just when you combine those things together, it screams a game that my great uncle would play. Yep. Yeah, but not, I would have seen it on the shelf and never looked twice never. at it. No, never. Like, fucking call it, like, have a ship being, you know, broken in half and call it the Wrath of Poseidon. Wrath of Poseidon. It'd do much yeah. better. 
Now I'm double. Now I'm second guessing myself on what the box art was because in the game there is a cutscene where the ship definitely splits. Yeah, I think it's part. sort of like a, a big wave hitting the ship or I something. Think, like yeah, that. I think that. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, it's a big wave. It doesn't. And there's lightning. Yeah. So you just yeah. Yeah, it looks pretty boring. It does look super boring. The uh, box art. Because it's roughly based on what the Poseidon Adventures. The Poseidon Adventure, which is have you, it's a movie based on a book. Uh, so once again, we're playing a game that's based on a movie that's <laughs> uh-huh. based on a book, but they're all, they're doing it in a way where it's like, well, we don't want, we want to take that story, but we don't want to like pay for the rights. So we're going to change a bunch of things. <laughs> we do things a little differently here. <laughs> right here at Vic, the, Vic Tokai. <laughs> uh, so they like. So that's why I like Wrath of Poseidon. So it's cool, relative enough, but no. SOS, SOS, which there's another Super Nintendo game called SOS. So, which is which doesn't which looks totally different. Yep, and to me looks really dumb. But yep. maybe, <laughs> may, but we'll see when the randomizer chooses it. Yep. Uh, that one's called SOS Sink or Swim, and I can tell you what really sucks about the the fact that they have very very similar names. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say because it's really no surprise to anybody who hung out on stream. Uh, I loved this game. Like this mm-hmm. game was so interesting mm-hmm. to me that it's just like, oh my god! Like, I, I it's like this game came out in 1994, and it's like it's doing shit in the game that like is is way ahead of its time. It's way, way ahead, ahead of, of its, its time, time, and it shows. Uh, it does. No, it, it does show for sure mm-hmm. because, like, I feel like this game is like it's the Sega of Super Nintendo games, where it's doing shit too far ahead of its time before people are ready for it, before the technology is really ready. for Absolutely, it. and I will say, it, the, like, I love this game, and like, but it, but brilliant concept, I think. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah. brilliant concept. Because here's the elevator pitch. I, I am 100% on board with you. Here's the elevator pitch for the game, mm-hmm. for those who aren't familiar. You are, you choose to play as one of four characters on an ocean liner that is sinking. You have one real-time hour to escape the boat mm-hmm. and to uh, rescue as many survivors on the, on the ocean liner as you possibly can. Uh, anytime that you die, like if you fall from like a great height or you uh, are burned by fire, uh, you lose five minutes. Five minutes is shaved off. You kind of like black out mode seven. There's mode seven all up in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you black out. It's like if that one segment in Castlevania where like you're on the chandeliers and on that room that turns around you. That were a whole ship based a game. whole game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's also Prince of Persia because like. Mm-hmm. This game is like so like Prince of Persia, and the people reminded me of Sword and Sorcery. Oh, okay, yeah, like the NPCs mm-hmm. and like the sprites and all that. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. That is a good point. I I just like like In more detail than Sword and Sorcery, but reminiscent. The I you know from our Prince of Prince of Persia episode that I really liked Prince of Persia. Mm-hmm. Like I was impressed with like how good Prince of Persia was on Super Nintendo, and like. This game is like kind of like it. I mean, it, it, the platforming is very similar to Prince of Persia, uh, where you like jump on platforms and like pull yourself up. Um, and but what happens? It's, it is a it is my least favorite kind of game, right? In this sense of the cinematic platform, right? And I was and because of that, like I kind of came into this 
very curious about how you felt about the game because I know that you do not like games like this. No. Um, but it's it's kind of like Prince of Persia, but like as the ship sinks, like what happens is that w- when the ship starts sinking, like in the Poseidon Adventure, uh, the the boat, the, I keep saying boat, the ship flips completely upside down. So uh, you know the floor is now ceiling, chandeliers are now on the floor, and you're trying to make your way. Um, uh, old women falling backwards oh, through yeah. doors. Oh, God. So much, <laughs> like, it's chaos. And it's like, they do a really good job of, like, capturing what goes on in the Poseidon Adventure, because I had never seen it before. Mm. But, like, I played this game last night, and I was like, man, I really like that. And I know it's based on this movie called The Poseidon Adventure. Let's check it out. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's 1230. Let's check it out. Fuck it. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, so I rented it on YouTube, um, that's a really good movie. Oh, okay. Uh, at least I, there's a remake apparently that came out in 2006. I ha- I didn't watch that one, but like I guess I heard Kurt Russell's in that, so it's you oh, know, so it's, so it's got to be in the, yeah. at least he's in it, you yeah. know. But the 72 version was like, man, like I could, it was good, and it was enhanced because like they really like human entertainment, like really took stuff from the movie, mm. and it's like. Like there are lines in the movie that are in the game, and it's like I wouldn't have picked up on that if I hadn't played it and then immediately watched yeah. the movie. But like there are lines in there where it's like, um, like I didn't know playing the game what a purser was because you meet a purser, and he says something in the game, and it's like okay. And then in the movie, the Poseidon Adventure, there's a whole scene because it's like New Year's, which reminded me of Bioshock because it's like right before disaster. Uh, it's like New Year's. Also, Leslie Nielsen's in it. He's the captain playing like, you know. Super serious. Yeah, before he yeah. dipped into. Before he realized what he was good at. Right. But it was it was wild because I've seen Airplane and it's like, <laughs> here he is, like it is like <laughs> uniform. And it's like, oh, I don't know. I'm laughing even though nothing's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, and like the, the whole, like, I mean, they're like, even the boat itself, like there, there are sec, there are rooms in the boat, chambers in the boat that are ripped out of the movie. Uh, so it's, Damn, it's, I don't see how they didn't get sued. I, I, maybe it's cause 1994. I don't know. By then the movie was 22 years old. Maybe Richard Dreyfuss didn't care that much. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he was too busy feuding with Bill Murray. So, oh yeah, totally, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Chevy Chase, I guess. <laughs> um, I feel like I started about ten points and completed none of them in that. So I hope everybody enjoyed that. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, and the concept of this game, mm-hmm. wonderful. Even the appearance of the game, I'm on board for its time. Yeah. Cool. Watching you play the game. Great, had a good time. Me playing the game, fuck no. Really? Fuck no. Uh uh-uh. uh. What was it? It's the controls. Yeah. Yeah. Controls, the platforming, the the AI for uh the people you have to save if you don't want a shitty shitty ending. That like, is that is the biggest and let's be honest, like I didn't even get the shitty ending. I never got off the mm-hmm. ship. But to me, that was kind of part of the fun because it's like I didn't get out of a few rooms where I was like, No. Oh, no, nope. yeah. I watched Abe no. through this. This is this is not my bag. And, and I, I kinda I mean, I kind of figured that was going to be yeah. the case because I like playing the game. I was like, "There's no, there's mm-hmm. no way Tyler's no. going to enjoy this. No, no way." Because it like, 
I can appreciate it. I can appreciate the shit out of it, but yeah. it is not fun for oh, me. Oh, man, it's so good. <laughs> dude. But I, I liked watching you play it. I fucking, I love this game. Yeah. Like, seriously. I love, like, <laughs> I, I played it, I played it on Saturday night, because I, I, when I'm reading about it, I was like, ugh, this looks like it's going to be, like, tough. Yeah. Um, and it is. It's a challenging game. So I played it, on, I started playing it on Saturday to kind of get my, kind of get my sea legs as Mm -hmm. it were and i just kept playing so i played it for like three hours and i was like i'm tired i gotta go to bed and then the next day it was just like man i can't wait to stream play sos again Mm -hmm. and then i got to do it played it for three hours and now i want to do it i want i don't want to finish it i want to play it more on friday and finish the game they're like every character has several different endings like four or five endings for each character and there are four characters i mean that's 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 huge You've got um, this game, like somebody said on stream. Think what Zeus said. It's it's got some meaning. It's better than Chrono Trigger. It is, yeah, <laughs> technically better than Chrono Trigger. Put that on the back of the box. Which I did just order. You know those monster posters of Final Fantasy and Castlevania. I bought the Chrono Trigger one yesterday. Oh, nice. She just released those. So, oh, you talking about buying those posters? Which mm-hmm. they're those are fantastic posters. Pixel Star 07 on Etsy. You talking about buying things reminded me of the first point that I started a long time ago on this wonderful professional <laughs> podcast that we do. Uh-huh. The reason that I hate that this game is named SOS and that there's another game named SOS is because I can pull it all back because I love this game. I really want to buy this game. Like I really like this oh, is just I bet it's this has been like dip, 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 up the list and it's like I really want to buy this game. I bet it's a hard one. Uh, we'll get to that. Yeah. We have a, we have, I got a whole segment. <laughs> There's no way it's not a, it's a rough, rough boy. <laughs> I got a whole segment going for you. But here's what sucks about it: you go to eBay and you're like S O S S N E S, and then like Seek or Swim. All, <laughs> all of the results are like, yep, Seek or Swim, and it's like, oh god, this is just gonna be. <laughs> Who knows? I'm just gonna have to deal with this until I can find. Can we get find SOS? It. We have SOS at home. Yeah, right. SOS at home. <laughs> yeah, audio memes. Yeah, I love it, man. <laughs> We're bringing them back. God, but yeah, this is like it. It's been a long time. It has been a long time since we've played a randomly selected game where it has been where it has like clicked with me on like a primal like a primal <laughs> level and that like it you're right it definitely has its problems but it like it takes prince of persia which i already like and i know we don't like escort missions i know but the escort missions remind me so much of dead rising on the 360 mm. which is another game that i love yeah you love i watched you mow down zombies for hours to unlock the arthur shorts <laughs> yes. on dead rising so it like marries those it marries those two things together kind of and um you throw like you throw that mode 7 um that that angle to it cuz it's like the ship is constantly moving and um uh, when it moves the whole screen will shift. It'll like rotate either clockwise or counterclockwise, um, forty-five degrees, forty-five degrees at a time. And then the ship breaks apart, and then water starts flooding up. Mm-hmm. So now you're like not only racing the clock, but you also need to not drown because you can definitely drown in this yep. game. So somebody mentioned it, and then more oh, I, I love it. The more I think about it, <laughs> I should do uh, for the Patreon do a one shot. Call of Cthulhu SOS to where you're you're on a ship across the Atlantic, you cross the uh, Point Meridian, and 
this shit happens. So then you're trying to get out, get off, and you're dealing with all the Call of Cthulhu and uh, people on the ship who are cultists. I I love that. I but I'm after watching the Poseidon Adventure. I don't even know that it needs to be a like Cthulhu myth. Like yeah. like I feel like this could be like a gripping fucking drama Just an adventure on its own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, because it is like. Because seen Titanic, we know what happens, right? And <laughs> hey, interesting to note: this game came out two years before Titanic, so it's like it's easy to like see this game and be like, "Well, they were cashing in on the huge success of Titanic, the Titanic success of Titanic." But like James nope. Cameron was cashing out on this. That's right. Which was cashing out on the Poseidon Adventure, right? Which was, was cashing out, out on, on the, the book. book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I almost which was cashing out on Greek mythology's <laughs> Poseidon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh man! So like, you can play as you mentioned, like the different endings. Uh, so like, there are four to five different endings for each character. There are four characters. Uh, you can play as um, Caprice. Mm-hmm. The uh, I think he's a counselor. Caprice. Caprice, and like I'm supposed to be a priest, but Nintendo of America, no other thing religious. Right. Right. <laughs> Um, no, he's a counselor. No, he's a he's a good friend. Which makes sense because Richard Dreyfus played a reverend in the Poseidon uh. Adventure. So, uh, like, and like each of these characters has their own like storyline. Like Caprice, his whole deal is he's on the ship with his sister, and his sister can't really take care of herself. And um, every character before the disaster happens, every character gets this like little vignette of like pre-catastrophe where you kind of get a little bit of their backstory the whole game is very like theatrical like the in like when you're playing the game it's not in a four three aspect ratio it's letterbox it's widescreen mm-hmm. so it's like in when the credits the game starts movie credits essentially like it says a film by and then a japanese name i'm sorry i didn't mm-hmm. memorize the japanese <laughs> name but they're really presenting this as this is like a cinematic experience which ties into that cinematic platforming Mm -hmm. but like yeah caprice has this sister uh and she can't take care of of herself and he's like essentially sick of it and like he's griping about it uh and then disaster strikes and it's like oh shit i have to go save my sister um and like so like one of his endings uh revolves around rescuing her and then that will get you a better ending than if you just escape by yourself, which apparently if you escape by yourself, you're just chastised by the rescuers. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> They're like, couldn't you rescue anybody? Seriously, Billy Zane. Come on. <laughs> so like, yeah, you, uh, the more survivors you pick up, the, the better your ending is. Uh, and then you can also play as Luke, who's a sailor and like his little intro, like it's awesome because all of their, all of their intros like tell a different story, but mm-hmm. they kind of connect with one another because Luke is a sailor. Uh, he is the guy who's responsible for handling the radio. Like he, um, they're in the, 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 the whole ship capsizes because they're in a storm. And, um, so like Luke's story is like, he goes up to talk to the captain to be like, we got to send out an SOS. Uh, and, uh, the captain's like, yeah, you're right. It's our responsibility to do that. And then you've got the owner of the ship. Who's like, no, I own this ship. You do what I say. And we're going through, we're pressing on. We have a schedule to meet, 
which is also from the Poseidon Adventure. Like that is <laughs> Leslie Nielsen's plot point, essentially. Yeah. The owner telling him, well, look, I got three other guys who can fucking captain this ship. If you don't do what I say, you're out. So um, <laughs> he, uh, Luke's job is to send out this SOS, and then he goes down uh, to send it out, and then it's, it's too late. And uh, because of that, like you kind of see why why this is as the situation is as bad as it is. It's really it's really neat how they see, handle it. I feel it like stuff. after after you playing this game, I can sell you even more on nine nine hours, nine persons, nine doors, since that game is you're in a ship that has been wrecked, yeah, pulled up and restored. Yeah. And then you know, fucking riddlerize all the rooms in <laughs> that's, it. That's kind of where you lose me, honestly, because like this game definitely. Remember, but you're I, still trying to get off the boat <laughs> and save as many people as you can. Don't I do want to play? I do want to play nine nine nine. But there are a few things about it that are turnoffs mm-hmm. to me. I don't really like that kind of gameplay. Mm. Um, and also, I'm on board really until like. We get to the riddler eyes, like the, you know what I mean, like because like for all things considered, like earlier I was like, yeah, this is kind of like a great uncle game. It it still kind of is because mm. it is very like, it's it's outlandish, but it's also like set in reality very much, you know, like it's nineteen, it's like the it's nineteen twenties kind of deal, and it's like, yeah, I mean this, I mean the fucking Titanic happened, like this shit has happened. So it's like that's part of it. It's it feels very this honestly might be one of the most like realistic feeling Super Nintendo games that I've played. And and like a lot of cinematic platformers I also don't like. Like I mean, I thought out of this world and this is going like this is like sacrilege for some people, but like I thought out of this world was pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, uh flashback I hated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, but both of those games, like the big cinematic platformers on the system are very fantastical. Like they're very outlandish. They deal with aliens. I like Prince of Persia more than both those. Oh, I love Prince of Persia. Yeah. I, I Why those were on it. Prince of Persia wasn't. Uh. I agree. I think Prince of Persia is way better than those than out of this world and, and flashback. I think the real reason Prince of Persia wasn't on IGN's top 100 is because it's Prince of Persia. Yeah. And it was out on a bunch of other things as well. I have a feeling that might have something to do with it. But but this is like, I don't know, man, this fucking this fucking jived with me because it's, it uh, also feels like a roguelike because it's like, you got an hour, do what you can do in an hour. And if you don't, if you don't survive, just start it over. You just start over and you got another fresh hour to give it another go. Yeah. And like all the characters, there's also, um, there's Redwin, uh, who is a lawyer and it's like his whole story is like, he's a gambling addict and, uh, he's, he's on the ship with his children uh, and like he gets separated from his family. Uh, and then there's also a medical doctor who amazingly enough, I never played as, yeah. <laughs> so I honestly <laughs> don't know his story, but like, yeah. I'm excited to like, f- to, to play his story and see his intro and see how it ties in. Cause it's like Luke, the sailor, the guy who is running the radio with him is a NPC you run into later with other characters. Oh. Uh, and they stay they're they're they stay really consistent with like the names of people and yeah. stuff too. So that's really that's really neat. It does a lot wrong though. 
<laughs> it, it's just it's, it's not perfect. It's it's too ambitious for the time. It is, and it needs. PS One like, probably would have been the era to bring this on. The earliest you could have brought something like this in. I I don't I I don't know. I think they could have done it on the Super Nintendo. Just if it would have been, if they would have fixed a few things, like. I don't. I don't know. I don't know enough about coding. But like, if they could get the AI of the mm. NPCs that you escort down, then man, this would be a fucking blast. Like, because yeah. um, the AI is really bad. Um, you, yeah, very bad. Yeah, it's it's very bad. You call like survivors um, by pressing L and R, and it's kind of like you set an arrow down where it's like you come here. And a lot of times the NPC will take a route that that's, that's what I like to do with, with my NPCs as well. You, you <laughs> put the arrow down. You you, you, you come right here. here. But see, and this is where it reminds me of Dead Rising because I remember playing Dead Rising One and being like, Hey, hey, come on. And it's like 360 era, it has to be a coding thing. Cause it's like you got like you got like you're escorting these people and they're just like, Oh, you want me to run into the zombies? Okay, you're calling me. All right, run all into right, the run into right. the zombies, right? Okay. <laughs> they do that in SOS as well, where it's like, hey, come here, and they're like, jump down this shaft. Okay. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I remember trying after you, you know, give Dead Rising all of the praise and watching you play it and said you're good at it. It was like, okay, this looks pretty fun. I got it, and I sat down and I tried it. It was like I want to try to save as many people as I can. I, I probably can't save everybody, but yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna use a guide from the get go. Yeah, because I I can't see myself playing it's, through it a it lot. Is, I don't know that it. I think it is possible to save all everybody, but it like you gotta be like there's like. Well, as soon as I started, it was just that. like the scream fills with oh, has died, has died, has died, dead, 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 has died, has died, and I'm like people I could clearly save. <laughs> trying to get him out of the way and it's just like nope running into zombies running everywhere running like yeah I was like oh nope okay I'm nope (laughs) yeah I get that but like see the way that I did it was when I had so so much time when that game came out so much time I just played it the first time not I mean trying to do my best but not like really sweating it and Mm -hmm. this kind of like man this is gonna get deep because this kind of ties back to a conversation that you and I have had about the Fallout series mm-hmm. many times, where it's like, I like to play a game where you cannot do it perfectly. Yeah. Because I think that is very interesting, because I feel like, and it kind of ties back to SOS being a cinematic platformer that's grounded in reality. Like, I like that I like that feeling. It's like when we play D and D with the non-resurrection rule. It's like things fucking matter I think here. That, then there has to be a consequence. And I like that. I like that feeling. I like games that give me that that feeling where it's like if I make a mistake, there there are going to be consequences mm-hmm. for that. And I feel like Dead Rising is that kind of game, and SOS is that kind of game because it's like you have two options when you mess up in one of those games: you reset and start from the beginning, or you just press on and learn as you go and then play the game over and over and over again until you've got it down pat. So it's it's just so rare that I can replay a game and and yeah. enjoy it. Like Fallout's one of those I generally have to give it a good amount of time. Like as much as I loved Dragon Age 2, I fucking loved Dragon really? Age 2. Yes, I absolutely adored it. And once I beat it, I was like, man, I want to play that again, uh-huh. but I want to do this as an evil mage and see right. what the other side looks like. Right. I played an hour and quit and never looked back. Never That game never mm. has even been booted up again. Yeah. And I feel bad about it because there's a part of me that is still curious, but it kind of digs at me and I'm never going to do it again. No, I mean, look, 
you just do what you want, right? I mean, like it's all priorities. Yeah. But I get, I know what you're talking about. And what's interesting to me is that was me with Dragon Age Origins, like that. Like Which I loved Origins too. Oh my god! Yeah. And I played through every single character that I could play through the origin. I play, yeah, I played through all the origins yeah. for the achievements, yeah. That's and but I just I mean, yeah, there are achievements, but I just thought it was like good writing too, yeah. you know? Like that was such a good game. Like, what if I'm a dick? What if I just keep saying no? Oh, conscripted. Okay. Right. Well, now I know. Now <laughs> right. I know. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, there's definitely railroading in it because it's a it's a video game. I am looking forward to the day where you can play an RPG that has like AI DM essentially, you know what I mean? Where it's mm-hmm. like it's an it's truly an open world. There's one segment in Sweden too, to where they'd be like, "All right, let's go do this." And you'd be like, "No, what? You really you're done?" They roll credits. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Go to a cabin and live with my sister. I'm done with all this. Are you sure? Yep. <laughs> yeah, roll credits. It shows is that a how hero they... and his sister in a cabin. It just says Finn. And that's it. Is that how they speed run it? Like that has to be a speed run category. Uh, probably, yeah. It has to be. Speed run to retirement. Yeah, cabin percent. <laughs> 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 oh man. But yeah, like there are um we got here because we were talking about the AI in the game. Um something else that they really need to do is as inner and for SOS or what they should have done. I don't think they're going to work on it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Although I wish they would. It'd be nice. Human entertainment. You went bankrupt in 2000, but I mean, if you could come back and redo this game. It's been been 21 years now. Come on. Oh my God. I didn't even look for like a patch. Like someone might've probably not, but someone might've made a patch for this game. Could have. You're right. Can someone do that? (laughs) I'll pay you. (laughs) I will. $10. We'll talk about it. Nah. DM me. We'll talk about it. Put it on the payment plan. Look, a lot of people make those patches for free. It's so true. they make 10 bucks, and that's, yeah. I can do better than 10. I'll do better for 10. <laughs> um, but like another thing that I wish it had was as good as those little intros, those vignettes, those opening stories are, mm-hmm. uh, the dialogue in the game is really bad. Um, they really needed mm-hmm. to like, and I, they really needed to give it another translation or get Ted Woosley on that shit or yep. something because it's like, a lot of them are like dramatic situations that fall flat because the writing, the translation's not good. Um, like, and they're dramatic situations where it's like, I mean, you'll run across a survivor and her husband is dead and you have to convince her, no, come, you got to come with me. He's, he's dead, which is also a thing that happens in the Poseidon adventure, yeah. <laughs> uh, except it's a brother, not a husband. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, you got to convince this woman to, to come with you. But I mean, the conversation is so like disjointed and not translated well that it breaks. It breaks. But that he immersion. is dead. I want to be dead now. Right. <laughs> right. And it's like, it scrolls. He cannot become not dead. Come with me. It's, right. Okay. It's so, yeah. yes. It's like organ trail language. Jump in this <laughs> hole. Okay. Right. <laughs> Uh, but like there is uh, your husband said we could hook up (laughs) beyond the grave (laughs) they don't say that that's implied though (laughs) but like there is also it would be nice if because here's how the dialogue works there is one button to control dialogue and your option is use that button or do not use that button and that becomes very important uh, very late in the game mm-hmm. when you have survivors and you're entering the boiler room. There is a crew member outside who's like, no, it's dangerous in there. 
Don't, don't go that way. It's dangerous in there. I can't let you go. If you continue the conversation with the man who is talking to you, telling you can't go. You don't go in. You don't go in. <laughs> what you have to do is not press the button. You have to ignore him. Which is so fucking that's, stupid. Yeah, you need stupid. a you need a yes or no. Like, yep. what are you doing? That's You're dumb. so close to building the perfect <laughs> game. What are you doing? Yep. So they really needed to work. Like it would. This game would be so much better if it had like a true like. Even if it's like Final Fantasy Four style dialogue, where it's like yes, no. Just give me something yeah. like to you know to interact with. As opposed to just pressing a single button, because you get in the you got an hour, so I'm constantly just like, why? Or why? Fallout Four, yes, no, persuade, quit, <laughs> right? Shoot, <laughs> more, more Fallout, Paragon, Renegade. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh, but that's also another thing. It's like there's no combat in this game, none, and uh, there's it, which is interesting. That's an interesting mm-hmm. choice because, like, even in Prince of Persia, there's sword fighting. There's nothing. There's no punching. Kicking, shooting, <laughs> mm-hmm. stabbing in this game. It's all <laughs> it's all platforming. Um, or trying to navigate through a very difficult conversation. Um I I'm so sorry that I've dominated this. No. Of, <laughs> of course you would. You like this way more than I, I am did. So sorry. But like this game is I like did, we're doing this episode like we did this game. I'm in spectator mode and you're doing it all. <laughs> This game is so, despite its flaws, man, it's like, I feel like it's one of those games where it's like, if you're, if you recognize those flaws and decide to deal with those flaws, which I know sounds stupid, it sounds like an abusive relationship, <laughs> but like if, but the flaws aren't no, so. No, no, it loves me. It loves, no, you, when it's just me playing the game, you got, it, it's God, different. It loves it's me. different. God, you don't get it. You don't hear what it says to me when you're not around. <laughs> sure, when I'm around, it says that I suck at video games. But, uh, but when it's just me and me and it, it's like, no, you're okay. It's, it's all, it's totally different. You're not you're the just, worst. No. <laughs> uh, but I honestly like, Besides those flaws, and I don't think that they're, I do not think that those are glaring flaws. If you, if you are concerned about getting a perfect game, then yes, the AI is a deal breaker because mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. Try to try to <laughs> stop trying to make the perfect game happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> um, and even, even like, okay. So when I was playing, I had some NPCs die spectacularly mm-hmm. and Truly, those were on me because, like, I was telling the I well, two of them were on me, uh, most of them were on me because I was telling them to the I'm, I'm wanting them to hurry up, so I'm having them try to perform really like dangerous platforming with like horrible consequences. Like, there's one situation where the boat has turned like essentially 90 degrees so that all like the the hallways are now vertical shafts. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to call this lady over whose husband just died. And I'm like, come on, it's fine, it's fine. And she jumps, she lands on a door, the door opens, and then she ah <laughs> falls down a hallway <laughs> and dies. Um, and then meanwhile... That door looks very sturdy. <laughs> I'm sure it's locked. Well, usually they don't open. There's a button in this game to open doors. So I figured it's going to be safe. Mm-mm. No, it was not. <laughs> it was not safe at all. Uh, and then there was another time, which was not my fault, but is like, I mean, it, 
really truly it was because you kind of get a warning that the boat's going to shift because it starts to rumble. Mm-hmm. And it's like when rule number two, <laughs> when boat rumbles, find a place where you're not going to be thrown down a shaft if it decides to rotate a certain direction. And instead of heeding that warning, I was like halfway through like platforming with an old lady. I was like, well, fuck it. Let's just go. That was a mistake because the boat <laughs> rotated and she just goes, ah, it falls like from the top of where we were climbing down through another door and then just disappears <laughs> into, into nothing. And, uh, she says on her way down, what did I do to deserve this? <laughs> <laughs> did you ever figure out, because I remember you were getting, it was almost like a David Cross Anzia telephone moment <laughs> where you're running in this room and it's like, I thought I just called you and or you, oh, someone kept yes. saying. Richard got stuck in a door. Oh, oh, okay. So there are two different stories here. Okay. I know I, I, there's one where it's like, this is an example of how the AI is really bad. I met a guy named Richard. Richard's like a waiter from the Poseidon Adventure. Uh, <laughs> he's not named Richard in the movie, but that is like definitely the character that mm. it is. Uh, and Richard's like, I kind of, I can, yeah. But I, you're just a waiter. Right. Oh, sorry. That was rude of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, you get Richard, and Richard's like, okay, cool. And we leave the room, or so I think. I leave the room. The screen transitions. Richard's not there. This happens sometimes. It takes the NPCs like a, a, a few seconds to mm-hmm. like r- appear. <sighs> sure, sure, it's taking Richard a long time. All right, I guess I'll go back in there. Richard is like glitching in the door, like yeah. rapid, like a hummingbird <laughs> moving rapidly back and forth. So I play the game of, all right, get two steps in front of Richard. Over here. All right, he's still stuck. Okay, get behind Richard. Over here. <laughs> Fuck, he's still stuck. All right, try to like shuffle. Over here. Fuck, All right, Richard, you're on your own. <laughs> I tried my best. Goodbye. Richard, you're a displacer beast now. I'm right. sorry. Goodbye. Displacer beasts are one of my favorite classic mm-hmm. D&D uh, beasties. Love yeah, those fuck guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, what's a, it's a panther with fucking tentacles. Like Three what's tentacles, and sometimes there's another one that's not. God, <laughs> man. Yeah, and gets that blur effect going on mm-hmm. it. So good. The, I remember, it's like a rust monster. It, oh, God, I love a rust monster, too. Classic D- Capcom beat-em-up D&D uh, beasts I really like. I love seeing the very first game we ever did, like Ramon terrifying the shit out of Josh over Rust Monsters. Oh, yeah. So then from then on, he was just like building everything around not getting shit eaten by a Rust Monster. Rust Monsters are scary mm-hmm. until you're like, oh, I have a magical weapon. Okay. <laughs> I'm not worried about this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, now was all about... All right. I gotta play at some point. I gotta play someone who has like a displacer beast animal companion like that we had to make that work one way or another i'll be that annoying character that's like constantly playing with it's not paying attention to the game <laughs> just like you're trying to give you're trying to like do plot i'm like i'm petting him <laughs> <laughs> no, no no can i go f- i need to find us some food can right? i go find us <laughs> some food like he, right. he like he only likes this one kind of fish. Where can I find this one <laughs> right. kind of fish? I'm gonna, right. make, I'm gonna make an investigation. Right, I'm gonna make a lore check to see what he likes to eat. Okay, you're not trying to do anything, are you? You're not trying to like steer the story anyway or anything, are you? <laughs> <laughs> can I go? Mm, okay, that's like a bar acknowledge thing. I need to go find a bard 
and pay the bard to see if the bard knows. Yeah. It's a thing you should... Let me go see where the best bards are. <laughs> it's a thing you shouldn't do, but but I really want to do. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, there was in um, there was a game I was playing in where I was playing um, with the the Torch Gang, my, the the group, the, the fantastic group that I play with online. We were we started playing Torchbearer. We were playing this other game where I was playing a gnome uh, who was like super positive, like probably the most positive character that I've ever played, uh, and it was a lot of fun because it was like a super dark setting, mm-hmm. uh, and it was like I just kind of decided I was like. I just kind of want to play comic relief who was like, mm-hmm. if it, if he's helpful sometimes, great. Uh, but you know, I like to play creative characters where it's like, how are we going to solve this problem? Well, I have an illusion spell that allows me to make a cacophony of cat meowing. So uh, we're going to use yeah. that. Let's set a <laughs> trap. <laughs> what was it at Dragon Con? We were playing in a game. We were playing a D&D 5e like league. And oh, I know we're you. running for somebody, <laughs> and you like, all right, I'm gonna do ghost sound to do a bell off in the distance, and the DM was like, <sighs> Yeah, he did not like that. Do you not have fireball prepared? <laughs> right. <laughs> and it was at that moment I was like, I don't think league play is for me. Right. Yep. <laughs> yep. Me. Me yeah. either, because I love that shit too. Well, like, and, and I kind of get like from the DM standpoint, you're like, well, shit. You probably have that stress of like following the rules to a letter. And you, and you have three hours to try to finish three a game. hours to do it. And now you got a guy you don't know with a character you don't know saying, I'd like to use ghost sound to distract that guy. <laughs> I don't What are the rules for that? <laughs> He's got to make a DC 10 check to know if it's a real bell. <laughs> He's going to do that. I'll make the bell anyway. <laughs> Yeah, it was a bad experience there. I don't yeah, league plays. I don't for like me. league play either. Unless I'm going to do something very straightforward, where it's like I am a human fighter. These are my things, and I'm going to go roll some dice. Well, that's what the very first league game I ever did. He's like, okay, make characters um, second level. Here's your stats. Go make one character. Give it to him. Oh no, cavaliers aren't allowed. <laughs> okay, so I go back, make another one, and I make a a horse. <laughs> <laughs> if only there were a cavalier here. It was it was something. It was something equally like not as equally as not offensive. Uh then he was just like, Oh yeah, that's not allowed either. Goblin rogue. Okay, perfect. You could just say what you want, man. Yeah. Instead of complicating everything. Like Yeah. Oh, is it allowed? Like, tell me what you want. You Clearly, you have a th- something in mind, so mm-hmm. just tell me. There are elements to league play that I really like. And that one year at Dragon Con, I got real hard into it. Um, and uh, I liked it, but at the same time, what, what I like about it is you can take a character. What, what was fun to me was I'm going to make a level one character, do league play a bunch at Dragon Con, see if that character survives and see what level that character is at the mm-hmm. end of Dragon Con. Like that was kind of like a fun, like this is a experiment yeah. kind of thing. That was fun, but I feel like if I didn't have that meta, that overarching meta, that it would have just been not nearly as fun. Like yeah. it wouldn't be a thing that I want to do week to week to week. I'd rather be in a game with friends kind of, Cultivating a character, yeah. playing a story. Yeah, not. I mean, we worry about. Not, we adhere to the rules, but like, there's always there's always wiggle room with us, and and I feel like it's because 
we want it to feel like a living, breathing world where it's like, oh, you want to try to do a thing in this world where there's magic? Okay, I guess try it. Yep. <laughs> That's why I still, I'll never forget. I think it kind of, it's what really sort of turned me off toward gaming at Dragon Con was trying that uh, D20 Call of Cthulhu. With, yeah, the, right. with the guy who was just like, it would have been a fun game. It was like me, Wiley, Laura, I can't remember, Josh, I think. And it was just like... You don't remember because he sold his soul. Yeah, it's true. It's like he wasn't <laughs> even there. It's, just, it's like he was a displacer beast. Oh. And... A blink dog. A blink it, Josh. <laughs> it was the worst experience I've ever had gaming in my life. Yeah, I remember you telling me. He man, just man. wanted the guy who was hoping he could go in kill everyone as quickly as possible to meet his game quota and then be done. Because he got increasingly frustrated that I kept getting lucky when I was just running. Because, like, we walk in the door and every round we're all making super high sanity checks for no fucking reason. Yeah. And, like, so my character, I just I just start running. He kills everybody else. I just start running. And I keep making these checks, and he's getting so <laughs> fucking pissed because he's having to draw another room, put the tokens down, and I just yeah. run by and run by and run by and run by. And I keep, he's throwing shit at me, and I just, it's like the dice are like, you know what? We understand, Tyler. Fuck this guy. <laughs> Until eventually I Shawshank my way out of like this butchery, like this butcher place where uh, a pig man is trying to, hey. to grab me. And uh, then once I once I make it out, he's like, "Okay, fine, you get away. That's it. All right, bye." Like, how long into the session was that? Twenty minutes. <laughs> awful, awful. Yeah. You, you know how I feel about Call of Cthulhu has to be running the Chaosium system. Yep. Like, I D twenty is all about combat. Like, why are you gonna? Why are you gonna make a Call of Cthulhu? Why are you gonna shoehorn Call of Cthulhu into a system that's all about combat? You're yep. not supposed to fight these things. Yep. You're supposed to do exactly what you did. Run. Yep. And he was telling us like the only people who've ever beaten this mod are they just uh, as soon as we started they just started uh, throwing dynamite at the house and burned it down. I was like, oh well, that sounds wonderful. That person was Jesus. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he started telling us all these weird details like. Yeah, this necklace this is for my first girlfriend. She died. And I, these are her ashes. These are her teeth. Is this <laughs> is this part of Call of Cthulhu? Or like you trying to are trying to scare us? <laughs> this is a game prop. I need everybody to kiss this necklace <laughs> and swear their fealty to the big lord. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Th- and I've also learned that um, honestly, I I've read a lot of Call of Cthulhu adventures, and I've played in a couple. You know, I don't, it's not for me. Uh, I really enjoy the Call of Cthulhu games that you've run. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I honestly think that it might be because, correct me if I'm wrong, but it might be because you've never run a written, published Call of Cthulhu I have not. adventure. Nope. I beg you not to. Because a lot of them are, your games are, the way that you do it is fun because um, they're pulpy. Mm-hmm. And I mean that in a good way. I mean they're fun to play. They're but they're but they're like it, it's almost like a Call of Cthulhu graphic novel is how you is how yep. you run it. Uh, and I love that. But I think what a lot of Call of Cthulhu players like is they really like Lovecraft's writing and they want to play in a style indicative of mm. that style of literature, which is boring. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's like, yeah, you don't matter. 
nothing matters. Well, even that's okay because yeah. I believe all of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, what I mean is like uh, it's just so 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 slow that uh, and I, this has been several Call of Cthulhu adventures that I played in, and it's not against anyone who's run it or anything like that. I mean, because I've done it like at at cons. Uh, and I've run adventures before call it, that, that were written, and I changed them quite a bit because it's like we gotta fucking, I gotta move this, I gotta make some shit happen because yeah. like otherwise, man. But anyway, that was a long way of me saying <laughs> I played a gnome illusionist who had a slug named Strawberry, <laughs> <laughs> and boy, did I give a lot of attention to Strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> that was a fun game. Uh, and we got there from Displacer Beast. We got to Displacer Beast from the horrible AI in this game. Mm -hmm. Richard stuck in the door. Yep. All right. And then there was, a, yes, there was another one where it was like a David Cross answer your telephone uh, where it was just like there was a survivor around, but I couldn't see them and they couldn't see me. <laughs> And so, like, every now and then it would just be like, where are you? <laughs> Who are you? I try calling you. What? Yeah, yeah. no. Just and it's just stuff like that happens. Yeah. The ship is haunted, is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. long, long story mm -hmm. short, TLDR, the ship is haunted. If it wasn't before, it definitely is now. Because a lot of people died on that ship. Yeah. It's tragic. Yeah. Very true. I really liked it. I'm trying to think of other things to say. I about think it. is it is it on your top 100? It is IGN. Oh yeah, like if I were to, if I were, in several more years when we sit down and make Tadpog's top complete, 100, uh, top 100 or a complete Super Nintendo ranking, you got to get those bottom 100 too. That is well. How about we do a top 100, bottom 100, bottom 100? Okay. Because there are some of these games I'm just not going to remember, and like the middle, the media, the mediocrity. That's the ones you don't remember. Right. And I don't care I don't care to remember. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh yes, I would absolutely put this in my personal top one hundred Super Nintendo mm -hmm. games because it is so it's such a good concept. And it is I'm more likely to be sold on a good concept than I am gameplay. And mm -hmm. I and I think the platforming is I honestly it That's is That's why you were roommates with Brandon. It sounds it sounds pretty good to be roommates with Brandon. It it, it wasn't bad, honestly. <laughs> it, it wasn't bad. I really I'm just playing around yeah. with Brandon. <laughs> I, <laughs> I really I really enjoyed like Brandon was a really Brandon was the most fun roommate that I've ever mm -hmm. had mm -hmm. in my life. Uh that includes Nikki. <laughs> And we have sex. It does include Nikki, and <laughs> we have had sex. <laughs> I mean, sex is like, sex is sex is fun. Sex is good, but if you live with but Brandon, if you live with Brandon, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sex sex is great, but you haven't lived until you've watched Dirty Work with Brandon four times <laughs> in one day. <laughs> oh Jesus. Um. Yeah, would you put this in Tadvog's top 100 Super Nintendo games? Oh. SOS. I'd say. I mean, I'm with you, and like the the proof of concept is wonderful. Uh, it's got the, those glaring flaws, so I would say it's it's close. It's close. That's I don't know for certain. 
For sure. I don't know for certain, but it's close. Shirtin.tadfog.com. <laughs> you like to order a shirtin. I still love the um, shirtin mask. I saw the shit posting group for um, the Good Place, Good Place shirt posting, because they cheek, anytime she tries to say shit, she's in heaven, so it comes out shirt. shirt. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Uh, Nikki, it's, a, it's a good way to be in prime time and get away with yeah. it. Nikki really liked that. I've heard really good things about oh, it. Good Place is so good. It was one that she. That she started without me, and when she was watching it one time, I was like, oh, is this the good place? She's like, yeah. I was like, you, is it good? Are you liking it? I've heard it's good. She's like, yeah, I like it. I was like, all right, cool. And then I left. <laughs> good place is fantastic. Yeah, I've yeah. heard it's really good. I still haven't seen the last season. but Are you saving first, it? or I just need to find time to download to do it. it and watch it. Might I recommend the Poseidon Adventure? It's oh, yeah. it's yeah. it is pretty good. Yeah, it's a pretty good movie. Scored by John Williams. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Which is funny because there was a point in the movie where I was like, "I think they're ripping off Star Wars with this music." <laughs> <laughs> and then the credits at the end, I was like, "Oh." <laughs> um, there are. Uh, and speaking of music, I th- there are like three tracks. In this game, but I think they're really good. <laughs> I think yeah. the music in this game is really, really good. Like, and it's cinematic, but it and it's also memorable. Um, I think this is funny. This is just a side note because uh, when this game was released in Japan, um, they made some change. They made some changes to this game when it came to North America, uh, as they tended, as Nintendo of America tended to do, especially in the nineties. Uh, like there Nintended is intended to do intended to do man I fucking <laughs> god damn it I there love you, you so much um there is a bar in the game that you cannot access in the north american version because they just lock the door the door is just locked you can't go you can't go in fucking, there fucking north america <laughs> swear to god uh, and also, this is my favorite bit of trivia about the differences mm-hmm. between the the japanese version and the north american version the credits for the game in the Japanese version, uh, they uh, it's shorter in the North American version because in the Japanese version, they give names for the actors that are playing the characters in the game. So, like, for instance, Caprice is played by a fictional actor because, like, they really they wanted it to feel like a movie that much. Oh, okay. So... Here are the names for the <laughs> actors uh, in the Japanese version of the game. Kine Kastner. Oh, like Kevin Costner. Like right. Kevin Costner. Yeah, yeah. Jack Norris. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Will- William DeHoe. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me there's a Bobson Dugnut. Oh God! I wish it's the best. It's, that's the best name, man. The, yeah, the legend of Bobson Dugnut. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if, like, it's just you could track that name in multiple translations? All the Japanese. Yeah, it's, it's right. the most American name we know. If you beat Kafka in Final Fantasy VI with General Leo in your party, you unlock Bobson Dugnut as an unplayable as a, as a playable. An, no, you unlock him as an unplayable character. <laughs> <laughs> he shadows dad. <laughs> An interceptor. If you go in the back of the Magitech facility, he's in a glass <laughs> container. That's it. He's an Esper. 
man, I've watched. <laughs> there is this Final Fantasy VI randomizer that I've seen on YouTube. That worlds collide. So, I don't know if that's it or not. Because I've been playing Worlds Collide. I'm oh, yeah? curious if that's what it is. But anyway, sorry. Because the one I watch, like Ryu Shorts or something like that, I watched him. I've watched eight hours of it so far. You should just play it. Maybe it's really. It looks really good. Like if it's Worlds Collide, I, it, like if I stream, if I ever stream something again, like I want, I want to do that. Yeah, or, or really one of those good. randomizers. Yeah. I think. From what the I've, one that I watched him do, I was like, man, that looks really good, really, really good. Do you remember what the goals were? Uh, each character, you know, each character you get has different goals, and you start out with like two characters. Yes, okay. And then you can go, you can fly. Your airship is immediately available, uh-huh. and you can do world of balance, world of ruin, uh-huh. floating con- floating continent, and then you have to go, you know, find various bosses and certain spawn points of certain characters that you recruit, um, and other events you can't. Start until you've unlocked that character. It sounds like it sounds like worlds collide. Do you know if you need to get a certain number of espers? You have to get like and recruit a certain number seven of characters, characters yeah. and yeah. ten espers. And yeah. I think I think that's worlds collide. Okay. Yeah, and I it I've been playing that. What's been really fun is like I'll generate the seeds for that. And then load them up on the EverDrive and play them on the Super Nintendo, oh, like on a CRT. Shit, that's nice. Uh, but here's the downside. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and it's like, I was like, when I started playing it, I was like, uh, okay, so I need to recruit characters. I'm going to go to the Velt. Because it's like, I don't, yeah. know where, I don't know where anybody else is. Yeah. Because I don't know when, I don't know what part of the game this is. Yeah. You, well, so it's like, true. where do you I go? You have to like, go everywhere and find out. Because I know like someone is in Fagaro Castle in Edgar's Throne. See, I, I went there. Because I was like, because I, well, I started as, I got Edgar and Tara as my mm. two starters. Uh, they evolve in the, uh, later as you play. Uh, that, that's a joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as I was saying it, I realized, uh, that might seem plausible. Um, I, went to, uh, I went to Figaro Castle because I was like, shit, man, I got Edgar with no tools. So I need to buy <laughs> an auto crossbow at the very least. Did he have tools? That's his skill? Mm, he did. Oh, did okay. the vendor have tools? Nope. All randomized. Because those are all randomized. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, so are their skills, because normally, like, when I was watching, every time he started off, like, Locke had Runic when he started off. One time he started off with Edgar, and Edgar had um, re- uh, re- Bannon's ref- uh, health. Oh, wow. Apparently you can get shot. You can get General Leo shocked, too, as randomly oh, wow. in there. So. That's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I didn't. I had no idea what to do. Like, and, and granted, I only played like two hours. But like, when I went to the Velt, I was like, I know where to find ga- a find find a gal. It's the Velt. So I've happened to randomly. Oh, the reason. Okay, so the real reason I decided to go to the Velt is because when I went to the uh, Figaro Castle vendor looking for tools, he had dried meat. So I was like, okay, perfect, dried yep. meat. All right, I'm going to the Velt. So I go to the Velt. The only thing I had, I had fought nothing yet in the game because they start you out with Google, <laughs> Google charms. If yep. you're, because I, the seeds I did was like beginner level. Yep. Uh, so they gave me Moogle charms so there'd be no random encounters. I just kept them on until I got to the Velt, took them off. And then I guess because I had fought nothing in the game yet, Lobo, 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 Lobo. <laughs> like I'm just fighting Lobos. And then all of a sudden, one encounter. A ghost appears from the Phantom Train. Yep, doing like gal's spinny thing, and I was like, I guess I give this meat. <laughs> so I give it meat, and it gives me the unicorn esper. 
<laughs> okay. And then I was like, all right, well, that's great, but it wasn't Gal. Lobo, 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 Lobo. Uh, Hour and a half later, I don't think Gal is here. <laughs> also, Enemies don't give me experience on the belt, so I've wasted an hour oh and a half. Oh my god! <laughs> I think where uh, where you can pay Shadow in Cohillington, there's yeah. a character there. Okay. Um, where else do I remember? Because I'm there are some characters he never he never got. Um, I think you get a character in the Zone Eater where Gogo should be. Okay. I feel like one's there. Well, dude, man, oh, God. I was also like, it's so, it seems awesome that they open the world up immediately mm. when you're level one, but also don't go to Zozo when you're level one. <laughs> <laughs> that was a mistake. I loved watching it whenever he was, he had just started out. He was just him, one other character. He goes into Narsh because I feel like maybe, Narsh. maybe Umaro's where you can get also get a character. You get a character and an Esper. And I think, Umaro. I think there are settings where it's like you can toggle you for whatever reason. I'm not sure why you can toggle Umaro on or off. No, oh, because he's he's really fucking powerful. He's uh, okay. really fucking okay. powerful. Well, there we go. That would be why. Because he has high stats anyway, and now he can equip any weapon and any armor yeah. and any relic. Should we stop talking you about this? You can't control him, probably. For, for when the randomizer we should probably do it eventually. inevitably gives us Final Fantasy VI. And we do this, we do for, this instead. Yeah, let's go ahead and stop. You're right. Do you have any achievements for this game? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I want to read the rest of the actors. Oh, okay, okay. The, the fictional actors uh, in SOS. So obviously we have Kine Kasner, Jack <laughs> Norris, C H A C K, Chack. Yeah, Bort Chack. Whatever. Chack <laughs> Dognut, son of Bob Dognut. Uh, William Doe. Get this one. I can't wrap my fucking mind around this one. Okay, so wait. I'll save this. We got Kine Kastner, Chack Norris, William Doe, and then Michael Kane. <laughs> That's a silly name, isn't it? No one would have that. Uh, Brock Shields, uh-huh. uh huh, and Bill Maroney. Is that supposed to be Bill Murray? It's got to be Bill Maroney. Bill Maroney. <laughs> uh, apparently, also one of Redwind's endings uh, was removed from the game, uh, maybe because I. I, I Based on the North American version I played, Booty Do Kenner, Booty Do Kenner. <laughs> I assumed that Redwin was an alcoholic, but I guess it's never explicitly said. Oh. I'm willing to bet you that one of his endings involved alcohol of some yep. sort. Would be my guess. Yeah, you're probably right. He goes there, and that's just how he dies. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But yeah, I do. I have some achievements. I don't know why I defiantly threw down my <laughs> done with this. device uh, that I read achievements off of. I have some achievements that came in from um, Twitch chat. Uh, thank you very much. There are a bunch of them. The first one I've got is entitled Simp a Knee of the Night. <laughs> uh, in order to unlock Simp a Knee of the Night, risk your life and find that woman's violin. Uh, that came in from Damien. There's a little backstory to this. One of the characters in the game you find in the church, one of the NPCs, uh, is distraught because Grayfjord has been taken from him. And I think it was a him. Maybe it was a, maybe it was a her. I don't know. Uh, you, uh, so you, you try to get information like, Grayfjord, is this your, is this your lover? 
And Is this your D and D character sheet, <laughs> right? <for> Gray- <laughs> Grayfear the half man. Yeah, <laughs> my dark son character, Grayfear the fry cream barbarian. <laughs> You must rescue him. His stats were so good. <laughs> I rolled all 18. I rolled them, Luke. <laughs> I rolled them. Well, surely you remember the rest. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I just don't. remember. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, they won't leave unless you bring them their violin, which is really dumb, uh, but also... Kind no, of, uh, uh, I'm just gonna die. Pretty much. <laughs> There's so many people on the ship who are just like, nah, we're just, we're nah, just gonna we kinda, die. We kind of came here to die. Right. We, we heard about that Titanic thing, so we kind of figured it would happen. So maybe it is a Call of Cthulhu thing. Do mm. <laughs> you didn't buy the? This is the death, death boat. Yeah, death cultist. <laughs> death boat. This is where <laughs> this was planned from the start. This is sinky ship boat. Did you not read the ticket? <laughs> this is how we get back, Kate. This is how we <laughs> we got to go back. <laughs> I, Tyler, if you ran a lost game, I would totally play it. <laughs> we're like not, we're none of the main characters. We're just randos oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. island. Yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's Elseworlds tale where everybody else on a plane crashed <laughs> yeah. there. Perfect. <laughs> We and we never leave the beach because uh, Sawyer gives us all the tools we need for a certain <laughs> amount of coconuts. You go get him pineapples and coconuts <laughs> and bring them back, and he just gives you everything. We built a new society. <laughs> uh, next achievement I've got uh, is: Did I do that? <laughs> uh, in order to unlock, did I do that? You have to summon one or more passengers to their death. Did I choose that achievement so that I could read that in the Steve Urkel yep. voice? <laughs> You bet your sweet ass I did. You bet your bippy. Uh, that came in from Sandwich Pope Phil, who gets me. Mm, he, yeah, he does. And last achievement I have is called a three-hour tour. A three-hour tour. In order to unlock a three-hour tour, you play the game three times without reaching an ending. <laughs> <laughs> and that came in from uh, P. Willie Eaton. Mm-hmm. So uh, thank you very much, guys. I love those achievements. There was a bunch of really good ones. There were a bu- there were like at least half of them were about that woman, that old woman falling to her death and saying, <laughs> "What did I do to deserve this?" <laughs> do you have any achievements, Tyler? I've I've got the obvious one. I got Billy Zane. Billy Zane you here. You unlock Billy Zane by just rushing through helping no one to save your own ass. <laughs> like his character in Titanic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess that's about it. Okay. Tyler? I got our uh, uh, oh. Ben Affleck, make it to the boiler room and then just stay there until your time runs out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have some questions for you. Fuck yeah. The first of which we've kind of touched on a little bit already, but uh, if you were to buy this game, SOS, for the Super Nintendo, loose, uh, how much do you think you would pay for it on average? $250. Tyler, actual retail value of SOS, loose, for the Super Nintendo, on average, according to PriceCharting.com, at the time of this recording, is... $83.75. $83.75. and yeah. It's a lot better than I thought it was. Okay. I would pay that. Yeah. However, that is not the actual price of this game. Oh. It is just the average price. <laughs> Guess how many copies of this game I found on the whole internet last night? None. Two. 
too. <laughs> They're two. on the other end of two. the spectrum. Guess what? Get, was one of them complete case and box? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that God. was expensive. Was the other one on Amazon for uh, $50 more than the average price? It sure was. Damn. Uh, I love this game. I do not $135 love this game. Shit. Yeah. 85, I feel like 83 was like, that is like the upper limit. Here's what here I can prove I I can prove I love you with eighty three dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't prove I love you. If no one can accept that, then fuck them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's in the Bible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the Lord once swore on eighty eighty three shekels. According to Judas, four- bought back Jesus's love with eighty three pieces of silver. <laughs> One dollar. <Yeah. laughs> uh, I'm kind of curious. The according to Flopsy, the availability of this game is rare, hmm. which totally totally yeah. checks out. I have a feeling that I'm not going to be able to pick this game up until I find it at a convention. Maybe right, and I'm okay with that because convention prices are typically more in line with the average, a little more fair, as opposed to ridiculous <laughs> online auction prices because they're yeah. like, oh man, this is the only copy of this game on eBay. How much was the complete in box? <laughs> I can't remember because I momentarily went blind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ark of the Covenant style. Okay. <laughs> it was very expensive. It was like, I, th- I think it was like 280 bucks, something like that. Shit. Which I say very expensive, but I know we've seen, I mean, that's still cheaper than a fucking loose copy of Earthbound right now. Yeah. Which is <laughs> absolutely ridiculous, yep. man. I got into this collecting shit way late in the game. Do you want to know how much SOS was in 2009? Like $10? Like $2. bucks. <laughs> the only reason I haven't gone over to my brother's house and physically reclaimed my copy of Earthbound... You need to go get it. ...is just because the temperature in here is not controlled. Oh, uh, yeah. So I'm leaving it over there until... I get an air conditioner in here. I'm gonna. I'll run more often, but yeah, I don't want to damage it. Does so he listen over there? Because yeah. he, he might hide it. Probably. Now that, now probably. That, he knows I want it. I mean, he stole that. That's woman's... about the only text he will not reply to <laughs> is if I ask about Super Nintendo games. Then he, I don't hear back from him. He stole that woman's <laughs> copy of Nosferatu. Uh huh. Yeah. He did. He did. <laughs> so I don't think you're gonna get Earthbound back. I'm so sorry to say that, but I don't think you're getting it back. I'll have to get on Tinder and dress as like a sexy girl. <laughs> the Bugs Bunny style. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd love to come over and see ya. Yeah, uh, I eat yeah. ass. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, family. I will be. I'll be. I love eating ass with a backwards red baseball cap and a striped shirt. Do you have anything that might go with that? I'll be late for dinner. I have a date with the uh, Lady Gremlin from Gremlins Two. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. Do you have any achievements? We just did that. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I got so caught up with pretending that you're the lady gremlin from Gremlins 2. (laughs) You're all hot and bothered. Yeah. Like that one time Shake was asking Josh and someone else, like, if okay, so if you woke up tomorrow. He asked me this. (laughs) If you woke up and Tyler was a girl, would you fuck her? And I said no. So did Josh. To which Jake replied, I would. <laughs> you didn't believe it. You wouldn't. <laughs> what? Why not? Man, Tyler have like the softest pussy. 
Care to comment? And we're buddies. He probably let you do whatever to it. Well, <laughs> maybe not because we're buddies, just because I know Tyler's into some shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've seen him. I've seen him fucking finger at apple caramel. I know. Uh, <laughs> Josh I, has. I know what he can do. <laughs> oh, Tyler. Yes, Dave. How about a beard? Do you uh, have a beard? Let's try beards instead. Do you have a beard? If you were to give this game a beard, that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would it be? I like saying beard like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I would have to give it the, the, uh, a beard or facial hair of whomever was the head of Sega at the time of the Dreamcast. Oh, okay. Because the Dreamcast, again, wonderful, amazing system that was just... A little too far ahead of its time for everything to be, for everyone to be ready for that kind of console. Yeah, I feel like that was always Sega's problem. Sega, Sega made a few mistakes. Yep, and like Sega Saturn being way, way, way up there. Yeah, and also like just Sega of America and Sega of Japan, like never, like always trying to fucking cancel each other. Like I mean. Mm. Because they did not get along at all. And then it's like with Sega CD and everything coming out, um, and it's like like the, the 32X, like all like the timing of all this shit was just so bad. Uh, their timing was always bad, yep. it seems like. Yep. Because you got that, and then like what you're talking about with Dreamcast and, and the Saturn. Yeah. Yeah, the 32X to try and lengthen the Genesis's life. Right. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tyler. Jaguar was the Jaguar that was was that Sega? No, that was Atari. Mm-hmm. Atari. Yeah, yeah. And then you had the uh, 3DO as well. Mm, yeah, the mm. system that I wanted so bad because it had <laughs> really sweet two inch screenshots in Game Pro magazine <laughs> of Jurassic Park. Uh, something I could probably play on a DVD player. Yep. <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Tyler, if you were to give this game a pair of glasses, mm-hmm. that sums up how you feel about it. What kind of glasses would it be? I would give it the screen magnifier that would attach to the top mm. of the game gear. Oh, God. Along with the TV tuner. Oh, fuck it. Make the, it big. Yeah, the battery pack. We're, we're not even battery pack. Let's just, let's just put six batteries in here and just see how long it takes. <laughs> not, not long. So, like, all wonderful shit, man. Mm-hmm. Having the TV tuner to watch TV on your fucking game gear. Fucking amazing. I wanted that so bad. I did too. I could never find one. My parents were like, that's a very cool idea. They were all for buying me one. Damn it, we could never, ever find one. Yeah. Anywhere. My, my parents said, how are you going to, like, when we're driving on the road, the stations are going to change constantly. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. but it's pretty cool though right (laughs) yeah it's cool but (laughs) wouldn't you rather like play sonic 2 that came with it forever (laughs) 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 well i guess you got a point there dad (laughs) it it is that hard (laughs) (laughs) i got some more questions for you tyler yeah let's do it i got a quiz that came in from one ross rachel green across the pond uh, and by the way, I guess before we completely uh, are done with the SOS, are you interested at all in what Flopsy I am. I'm rated very it? interested. Flopsy, very. a.k.a. the Ultimate Nintendo Guide to the SNES Library 1991 through 1998 by Pat Contry, courtesy of Master Mold Mike. Monster Mold Mike, my apologies. Mm. They gave it four stars. 
which is probably the first review wow. that I have agreed with in this book. Four stars, man. About to say for a, a non-mainstream title, that's very high. I think it's helping it in this situation. I and and I because I, I know it's helping. Like to be perfectly honest with you, if Nintendo put this game out, I probably wouldn't be as forgiving uh, uh, as I am the yeah. fact that Human Entertainment put it out because yeah. it's like, okay, you know, one of you is like a, de- a huge developer that is still around today. The other one kind of seems like a real scrappy developer, you yeah. know, and it's like, okay, I can, I can, I can hand wave a lot out of like just respect yeah. for the, for, for that. Like I would, I would put clock tower on my top 100. See, I like, I'm so glad you brought up, uh, uh, clock, ta- cock tower. <laughs> <laughs> cock tower is also there. Dude, cock power is the best super <laughs> Nintendo game. I don't know why it didn't come out in North America. <laughs> <laughs> There's a room in SOS called the Cock Power Room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I I'm so glad you brought that up because uh, one of the things I meant to ask it's where you, they inject roosters roosters <laughs> with steroids to make them fight. <laughs> <laughs> Do I uh, was I was going to ask if you think that this or Clock Tower is a better game? Uh, I think so. I like SOS better. I think they're both good games, but I'm not really. Until I played SOS, I didn't really want to go back and revisit Clock Tower. Now I do, but it took SOS to get me to that. Yeah, Clock Tower is more playable for me because I hate the cinematic platforming. Yeah. But concept and the way all of it's done, like, I mean, they're doing shit that wasn't done in this in this era at all, both yeah. those games. Yeah, for so, sure, absolutely. I mean, if I include Clock Tower, I might have to include SOS because it's the, the such a unique take that is still like despite its limitations is still done really well even if it's not i can't just put games that i really like to play and exclude the ones i don't otherwise then i'll like like 30 games so (laughs) (laughs) there's another uh human entertainment super nintendo game that uh was released in japan and europe uh but didn't come out here that i'm really interested in the firefighter game yeah called the fireman um, and uh, Twitch chat last night told me that there's a there's a similar game to that I think called the Ignition Factor, which did come out in North America, I believe. Uh, so we'll get to that eventually. Okay. I I would really like to try like I really want to try the Firemen after like having played Clock Tower and SOS because the Firemen is like it's a game about being a fireman and putting out fires, yep. but. From like the thumbnails and everything that I've seen, it looks more like a traditional Super it Nintendo It looked like game. something they play on Nick Arcade for like, all right, first right. to 2,000 points. <laughs> first to put out 18 fires. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was not Joey Fatone. He didn't, he didn't put out <laughs> enough fires. It's just people running around the very first room running out of hose water. <laughs> nope, no points. Sorry. Got to go back. Good try. Good try. They should... They should redo Nick Arcade and and make them play the same games from that era. But ki- people who were kids during the first one now, now disenfranchise oh. adults. Oh, <laughs> it's like a Tosh.0 uh, web redemption. <laughs> people fat trying to squeeze into those suits to do the oh. last thing where they're trying to get the gems. Oh, fuck yes. Yeah. They kind of have something like that at um, the Mario Brothers. Millennial, 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 millennial Arcade. Oh, no, I love yeah. that. <laughs> 
they they kind of have that like in segment the green screen segment they kind of have that at the at the Universal Studios Mario oh park really in Japan I was <laughs> watching like a um like a forty minute Henry and I were watching like this forty minute video of like someone vlogging from there mm-hmm. and it's like they've got this game where instead of it being a green screen it like uses people's shadows to like interact with uh like different Mario elements. It's mm. it's I, I I'd be lying if I said that I did not think about Nick Arcade when I when I saw that because it's like <laughs> leave it to Nintendo and Universal Studios to figure it out. Yep, all right, all right. forty years later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> leave it to Nintendo to somehow improve upon thirty-year-old technology. Right. <laughs> well, to be honest, <laughs> if anyone can develop a gimmick, yep, it's Nintendo. Yep, so. I, w- I wasn't really being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, if Sega was always ahead of its time, <laughs> Nintendo was pretty much always two steps behind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Tyler, we have a quiz from one Ross Rachel Green entitled More Randomized Fun. Ross begins Let me start by saying that I am a responsible pet owner. Oh, God. Yeah. Unlike me. <laughs> As most good stories start. Unlike me who let uh Cheetos out of the house. <laughs> he even he even invokes the name of one Bob Barker in this very <laughs> sentence. Uh and like Bob Barker says, I always have my pet spayed and neutered. I think this is a response to his last quiz intro where I was like, get that cat fixed. <laughs> get that horny cat get that horny cat's guts out of it. <laughs> Tear it out. It's making it horny. <laughs> Um, Ross continues, my two annoying on heat kittens are only seven months old and it's hard to get shit done and locked down. Do it yourself. I just got to keep fingering these cats. You know what? That's one thing that Americans have. It's that like do it yourself you know, mm-hmm. we'll straight up, we'll straight it's up. It's that whole fuck quarantine he, thing. I'm going to go out and do whatever right. that Americans have that yeah. no other country really we has. We will remove our cat's guts <laughs> by ourselves. That's a lie. We won't do that. Um, Ross continues, um, it's hard to get shit done in lockdown, but rest assured that once I can, I will have their innards scooped out like a melon. I assume that's right. I'm not a vet. Yeah, so it just I, looks like a, a honeydew down there. I think you nailed it. Yep. Um, Ross continues, with that out of the way, today was the last day of a four-day weekend. So for the rest of the week, I will have no idea what day it is. Uh, there is a there is a, a little bit of an inside joke uh, where uh, for a period of time, uh, Zalnop relied on Isabel and Animal Crossing New Horizons to tell him what day it was. <laughs> uh, and I love that. Uh, Ross, Ross continues, I did order a pre-built PC at a good price with the parts I wanted, but there was a problem with the payment. I want to know what video card you got, Ross. What video card you get? Uh, the accounts team didn't get back to me until I chased them three times. And their only answer was to place the order again, despite the delivery date being pushed back an extra week. So I refused on principle. And now I am no closer to getting a GPU. <laughs> uh, which reminds me, I am going to check my email real quick because I am in a lottery to have the privilege of purchasing the video card that I want to purchase. <laughs> uh, let me refresh my email. No, no updates. I don't at, think I got at a, it. At a regular price? 
Uh, Ross Slightly continues. Elevated. So anyway, <laughs> SDS questions. I will say this: I am buying it from a licensed retailer. Okay. Whether or not they are staying within MSRP, mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's cheaper than it is anywhere else. Yeah, no, I understand. Uh, question one, Tyler, are you ready? Yes. This M stars a squirrel throwing acorns as ammo. I also, I also fondly remember this game, despite playing it recently, and it being awful. Mr. Nuts. Mr. Nuts. Locking it in. It is, in fact, Mr. Nuts. How did you know that? I vaguely remember scrolling across it and being like, huh, Mr. Nuts. Mr. Nuts. <laughs> With a Z. It's extreme. Well done. Thank you. Mr. Nuts. Brought Nuts. to you by the balls, people. <laughs> balls and Nuts. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, those are both <laughs> nicknames for male genitalia, mm-hmm. and they both end with Z. Was that Nintendo? Well, I can't wait to get Ms. Pussy with two, two Z's. No, two no, no, Z's no. and an I. Nintendo of America's fine with pussy. Just <laughs> anything related to a male um, male's <laughs> testicles, you got to put a Z on mm. it. Next question. Big Mommy Milkies for the SNES. I'd play it. <laughs> Don't, uh, I'd play it. It's, also, it's, it's a ROM hack of the Fireman game. <laughs> uh, next question. This J stars the father of a family fighting space pirates with a pneumo-osmatic precipitator, a.k.a. vacuum cleaner. Is this, read that again? This J... Stars the father of a family fighting space pirates with a pneumo osmatic precipitator, aka vacuum cleaner. Is that a Jetsons game? Jetsons, comma the that something sound, that colon something like something something, something. Yeah, is my guess. Yeah, the Jetsons. I don't know what the full title of that might be. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jetsons. Logging it Good in. Enough. It is Jetsons, comma the nice colon invasion of the planet pirates. That just reminds me that. Um, Pixel Star also dropped a Super Metroid version with all the monsters, but not a Super Metroid guy, so I did not pick that up. But it's there. Oh, I thought you, man, for a minute there, I got really confused. I was like, was there a version of Super Metroid where they included Guy from Final Fight? (laughs) (laughs) I thought you said Super Metroid. You said I'm not a Super Metroid guy, and the only part my brain picked out was Super (laughs) Metroid Metroid guy. guy. And I was desperately, it was like desperately trying to figure that out. That'd be pretty good, though. (laughs) I'd probably like Super Metroid a whole hell of a lot more if I could play this guy. (laughs) Uh, Next question. This D sees two youngsters fighting through evil television shows. Oh, shit. I feel like we should know that. Evil television shows? Yeah. It's a D. Two youngsters. Is this based on a property? I feel like, I don't know. I feel like that sounds vaguely familiar. Evil television shows? Yeah. Like jump, yeah. Like jump? I mean, I feel, I feel like I might have even played something like that before. What was the name of it? Why are you going to ask me the hard question? <laughs> Can't you just ask me stuff I vaguely remember? <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, I can try. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that one time after uh, school you had that pop ice? Yeah, okay, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the D. And it sees two youngsters... Fighting through evil 
television shows. So are they in the shows? Is this Ren and Stimpy Vidia? I think it's something. It's something like that where they get sucked into a TV and they're finding their way through evil, like they're flipping channels and they're in a different. Is it, is it Stay Tuned? It's I mean, not. That it sounds start familiar. With a D programmed. D. I don't know. D's nuts. D's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> D's Mister Nuts. <laughs> Doctor Nuts. The sequel, <laughs> please. <laughs> Doctor <laughs> Nuts. Yeah. Um. This D sees two youngsters fighting through evil television shows. Two youngsters. I don't know. I'll I'll never think of it. Dino Boys. Perfect. Locking it in. It is Dream TV. Okay. Hmm. Which is maybe the sequel to Smash TV? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the prequel. Yeah. It started as a dream, ended as a nightmare. Oh, that's so good. Jesus, good. it just writes itself. Next question. This W sees the star of the game escaping an enemy castle. A W about escaping an enemy castle. Yeah. The star of the game escapes an enemy castle. Symphony of the Night. Yep. <laughs> Walt Disney presents... Walt Disney Symphony of the Symphony Night. Symphony of the Night. <laughs> Fantasia of the Night. <laughs> this w, w sees the star of the game escaping an enemy... Is it... Is it Willy Wizardry? Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? I don't think there's a Willy Wonka game. Hmm. Wizardry sounds good to me. Wizardry, right? Sure. It's gotta be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Probably not. Gonna lock it in anyway. Close enough. It is... Fucking fuck, god damn it. It's Wolfenstein 3D. Uh, I forget that that's on the Super Nintendo because it shouldn't be. I've never played it, so I look forward to it. Oh, man. I don't, <laughs> want, I don't want your first experience with Wolfenstein 3D mm, to be on the mm, Super Nintendo. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> next question. This Super T is based on a popular, at the time, toy and see, sees you bringing color to a grayscale level. Popular toy where you bring color, and he spelled it the British way, if that makes a difference. It does. It means it's uh -huh. bullshit. Okay. Invalid question. Next question. Super T. Super T. Super T Rainbow Bright. Super T Rainbow Bright. Train boat, Trainbow Bright. Train, train bro. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Dr. Train bro. Dr. Train bro. <laughs> I bet there's a YouTuber out there named Train Bro. <laughs> I hope so. God, I hope it's like I hope it's like someone's grandfather who talks like a twenty year old. <laughs> I would, God, I'd give anything. It's talking about trains. Oh, <laughs> he wears a little conductor. Yeah, my cap. grandpa's such a Train Bro. Oh God, Reverend Lovejoy is <laughs> such a Train Bro. <laughs> Look to your right, see the sad man. <laughs> this Super T is based on a popular toy. All right, can we work from there? Super Trolls? Oh. Oh. Trolls. Super Troll Island? Isn't that was that the name of the game? I can't remember. Maybe. I like this. I know there's one troll game. There that, is. Yeah. That's called like Gem Hunters or something like that. Yeah, but then I the think the Stone people or, yeah, yeah. Some but I think there's also another one. Super Troll. Super Troll. Locking it in. It is Super Troll Islands. We fucking Count it. did Count it. Count it. <laughs> we did it. All right. Next question. This Super B is an, ex is an exclusive to the SNES simulation games. Oh, God. Okay. Let me start over. This Super B 
is an exclusive to the SNES simulation game set in the Middle East. It's a simulation game set in the Middle East. I mean, I mean means I hate it, whatever it is. Super bitchin' war. Super bitchin' war. Yeah. Locking it in, because I don't know. It is Super Battle Tank 2. Yeah, one got in there. That's a, yeah, that's, we should have known that one. Next question. This L was one of six SNES games programmed by Brian Greenstone. It's in all caps. <laughs> who wrote, quote, I never liked this game. I don't want to talk about it, end quote. <laughs> it's an L. Was one of six games programmed by Brian Greenstone. Maybe that's a hint. So Lemmings, or, Lemmings 2. It probably is. It's probably Lemmings 2. Yeah. Right? Uh, although I've, it has to be. Yeah? Or I'm, Lemmings, like you said. I'm trying to think of something with Greenstone, but. I mean, it, we should probably recognize that name, but I don't. Starts with an L? Mm-hmm. It's probably, it's, I, think you're, I think you're right on, dude. Okay. Which, 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 which do you want to do? Lemmings 2. Lemmings 2? That had a Super Nintendo release. I don't. I really, honestly, don't know. I know Lemmings did. I know Lemmings. Okay, Lemmings, locking it in. It is (laughs) Lester, the unlikely. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) so close. I love us agonizing over which Lemmings was it. (laughs) Oh, turns out it was Family Feud. Next question. (laughs) This Law Family Feud, the French version. (laughs) Uh, Les Families de Feud. Uh, this D has too many game modes. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> men's indoor and women's beach, because of course we want to see 16 bit bikini babes. So the what starts with the D It has two game modes, men's indoor and women's beach. Seems like it's a volleyball game. Perhaps it's gotta be, but it starts with a D what's a volleyball term for that starts with a D spike. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Down for some volleyball? <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Downtown volleyball? Downtown Julie Brown's volleyball Presents. game. <laughs> I'd, volleyball. Play, I'd, I'd play the shit out of that now, <laughs> and I would have as a kid as well. My dad also would have been down to play that. <laughs> Get that volleyball game? Downtown Julie Brown presents sure. volleyball. Locking it in, it is Dig and Spike volleyball. Uh, we were we were getting we there. were there. Dig, I never in a million yeah. years would have gotten no. Nope. Next question: This B takes two similar franchises and smashes them together into an unappetizing paste. Battletoads and Double Dragon. Battletoads and Double Dragon. I think you're right. I'm going to lock that in. It's a recent purchase of mine. Do I regret it? <laughs> Slightly. <laughs> it is, in fact, Battletoads and Double Dragon, the ultimate team. Damn. Was I uh, in a different state of mind when I bought that game? You bet. <laughs> <laughs> Had I just played Super Double Dragon? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, I want more of this, but Man. bad. <laughs> Uh, next. Like what would it be like to like play this like but like turbo turtle levels of frustration? <laughs> next question. Uh, this Super B is based on a board game and features both turn-based and real-time gameplay. Super battleship? Battleship? Battleship. Logging it in. So. It is Super Battleship. 
Super Connect Four. Yeah, super mouse traps. <laughs> super don't break the eyes. Super ants in the pants. Super don't wake daddy. <laughs> super anticipation. <laughs> super high ho cherry Man, I loved me some high ho cherry in yeah. kindergarten. Yeah. Super pretty, pretty princess. That's what I played all the time with my cousin. Uh, I, I, I don't think I ever played that, but I think that I must have because that had like cards to it, right? Wasn't it like you draw a card and then you had to like dress? You had to on put the on the jewelry. Yeah, it, made my cousin laugh when I wear a tiara and rings and earrings. it's like children's sex dice essentially. Yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> this better not awaken anything inside of me. <laughs> uh, and the last question: You find an unlabeled game in a job lot of cartridges and find that it's a game produced by an overtly racist organization. As you are testing it, you find that under all the xenophobia is an excellent game with a great plot, graphics, and gameplay. Do you tell people about the game knowing that it will popularize said racist organization and brand you as one of them or just hide it away forever? Hide away forever. No, man. You got to expose that shit. Oh, expose. Yeah. That's the angle. You're like, hey. Look at this fucking racist ass game that fucking sucks. Okay. I found it. Money. <laughs> <laughs> money, um, money, please. <laughs> I found um, this. Uh, racist yeah. game. Got a racist game here. Smithsonian, <laughs> come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dear David Duke, have I got a game for you? <laughs> is it a, is it $500, a, <laughs> please? <laughs> is it a presidential candidate simulator? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ross says, I might show my friends under the instruction never to tell another living person or just sell the thing for a ton to a collector and let them release it into the wild. Yep. I'm telling you, you got to go the angle where it's like, yo, look at this super racist game I found that sucks. Also, I stream on Twitch on Fridays and Sundays <laughs> if you'd like to talk to me about it. <laughs> yep. Come on. <laughs> That's it. All right. Ross, thank, thank you, you very Ross. much. I love that quiz. Also, I'm sorry for hassling you about the whole cat thing, especially considering that I let a uh, fully bald cat into the <laughs> wild. <laughs> well, I, Dave, I'm just dying to know what we're going to do next week. You want to like, know? I feel like we've gotten lucky, so I kind of yep. kind of think we're going to get hit with a obtuse sports game, but I hope not. I feel like we got very lucky this week, mm-hmm. yeah. So we probably will get hit with a fucking super stinker. Oh. Well, maybe it'll be the other SOS. Or we could just play the other SOS. Oh, go ahead. I don't really want to do that. I, I don't, <laughs> don't want to have two SOSs in our stream back-to-back, <laughs> just, just on our iTunes screen. Yeah. So I'm going to go over here and grab this batter up peripheral. Please. Plug it in. Put one in the ground, one in my head, wild and crazy kid style. Pull my nona hole in a round direction. Please. Turn a circle. Say the prayer. We all love to say. No whammies. No whammies. No whammies. Stop. One fifty-five. <laughs> Just one. One. Uh, seven saga? Yeah, we've already done it. <laughs> Three ninjas kicked back. <laughs> 157. 155. 155. I know that makes a big difference. 155. So that's probably the Fs. 
It's the D's. D's. That was my the, my my gut said D. I should have went with it. Mm-hmm. New game. It is not. Okay. It is Dungeon Master. Ah. Uh, well, let's do it again. You want to do it again? Yeah. Reroll. Re-roll. Oh, I thought you re-roll. meant no, do Dungeon, Dungeon Master, Master again. again. No, no, I was no, kind of no. surprised. No, no, no. Uh, I love that so much. No, no, no. Yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to revisit Dungeon Daddy. <laughs> that have, was a great bit. Have Phil come that back. That's so great. <laughs> <laughs> it's been long enough. We, let's just re-release it. Let's no just one keep will. Doing it. No, no one, one will know. know. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. What are we? Sort of a million. Perfect. Yeah. Go ahead, release it. <laughs> We've never done it before. This podcast. Gets- if we sound different, it's because <laughs> we're both really sick next week. <laughs> this podcast gets easier and easier if we start doing reruns. Whenever we get, <laughs> whenever we roll something we've already done. All right. Would you like to pray again? I would. All right. Say the prayer we all love to say. No, I was, I was, I was. Stop. One, 24. Are we still in the Ds? We are oh. still in the Ds. New game? New game. New game. Starts with a D. It starts with a D. Jeez. Let me know when you're ready for some hints. Give me a hint. This stars a cartoon character. Is it a Speedy Gonzalez game? It is not. Mm. It is Daffy Duck, The Marvin Missions. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. I've heard this is fun, but really, really hard. Oh. Really, really hard. But it's fun. Yeah. I like fun things that are really hard. Yep. Giggity. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Well, I went from like not excited at all to okay. All right. Because right. it was a video I watched, a YouTube video where they briefly brought it up and said, yeah, games that are fun, but you know, too fucking hard. And it was Daffy something Duck like was that. was one of them? Yeah. Okay. All right. I think the Marvin mission, so this has to be like a Duck Dodgers yeah. style game, right? Yep. Yeah, cool. All right, all right. I'm happy. I'm happy with that. Okay, good, good. It's not a horrible sports game. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most importantly, it's not. Yeah. Uh, all right. Thanks, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Spotify. You know, pretty much everywhere. Other everywhere. places. Google Play. Do a search. Yeah. You'll find us. Still with YouTube. Thank you. Thank you, Dane. Yeah. Backlog, Backlog Banisher. Banisher. Yep. Thanks very much. Very good. Uh, let's see. Do you want to send us something? Do you like you like this show? You like our intros? Or you do not like our intros and want us to open up something instead. Send right. it to Tadbox Studios, Care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky, 42002. Someone out there sent us hot tamales, peeps, and listened to this episode and was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, we'll eat more. It's fine. I didn't, I didn't hate that. Put that um, on the back of the box. <laughs> I, I didn't hate these. A lot of people. <laughs> Uh, so we're on Facebook. You got the regular Tadpog page. Then if you're a fan, we got the Tadpog Nation for all that dank shit. Hell yeah. And then if you're a good person who likes good organized chat, we got that Discord. What was the Discord again? Uh, bit.ly slash Tadpog Discord. We'll get you on there. So you want to call us, 270-883-2555. And then, of course, we're Tadpog underscore podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. If you want a shirt, shirts.tadpog.com or mass, mass.tadpog.com. Yep. Uh, but you also, you stream. I do. You stream. I stream on Friday nights and Sunday nights, 
maybe more SOS on Friday. That's kind of the way I'm leaning. I did uh, Turtles in Time on last Friday because mm-hmm. it's the, uh, speaking of the Discord, it's the SNES game of the month on the Tadpog Discord. Uh, and uh, boy, uh, I haven't played that game since we discussed it on the show. Wow, that's such a good game. It's a good game, <laughs> but I'm okay to never play it again. I yeah. played it to exhaustion because we beat it every time we went to Game Galaxy. But see, yeah, for sure. I'm, but the SNES version, I think is, I think it's better than the arcade yeah? version. Okay. I really do. Um, and like trying to go through that game fast is actually a lot of fun. I watched a speed run of it, and it is. I watched a speed run of two-player co-op of Turtles in Time, and I think it took 17 minutes, <laughs> I think. Uh, and that is insane, dude, because it's like these people have, like, they know where the en- where every enemy is going to spawn and know how to kill it the quickest possible way. Mm. And it's like, I, I, I it, it is counter to my play style because they're constantly using the special move which also lowers your life every time you use it Uh, and i hate doing that because it always just makes me feel so like i hate it too too dangerous man living on the edge i'm with you 100 (laughs) percent uh most importantly we got that patreon we do it's my scroll but we got a split month here so i got to go back Uh uh-huh let's see so i think uh the big boost from from dig dougie yeah thanks dig dougie for April, uh, a doubling from Fernando. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thanks, Nando. Te- teeth Cracker Nando. <laughs> <laughs> teeth Cracker or Nando. Or their Tooth Splitter. Ooh. The Tooth Splitter, Fernando. The Tooth, the tooth Fairy. The to- yeah, <laughs> there we go. It can't sound badass, no. <laughs> so it's got to be Tooth Fairy Fernando. <laughs> Thank you very much, Nando. That's all I got for Patreon. All right. I want to give a quick shout out to uh, the gentlest of G's. Yes. For uh, getting married. So congratulations. And wearing all, a lot of our shirts in the pictures. Oh, I'd see the photos. <laughs> all on the Facebook pictures he posts. They're out in, in Vegas having a good time, and he's wearing a lot of tadpoles. Oh, hell yeah, I love man. It. I love it. That's awesome. I didn't know that. That's great. So uh, congratulations, Gentle G uh, and, and Andy Kate Seth. Um, our theme song is Moves by Sticky More Drive. We'll do that. Check out the channel at tabbo.com. Dave, how do you want to close this out? Like, we're being dropped from a boat to a far distance to our death. Yeah. And wonder I, if we deserve it or I, not. I only feel like that is, <laughs> that is fair. That's a great suggestion. Thank you. So until next time, Tropical oh, Capricorn. Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> This episode was executive produced by the following people. <laughs> uh, these are the folks who donate uh, at $20 or, m- or more a month. Thank you very much, you guys. Uh, it goes a long way, and we really appreciate it. Um, we've got Usurper Grimm, God Emperor Alex Pena, Cousin David Galino, Cthusius Jeff Miners, Coronavirus Savior Cubicle Monkey, Zeus Laser, Steve Dixon, Plinko Nick Price, Clambro Cody Phillips, Lint Licker Joseph Phillips, Bantha Master, Executive Producer Dig Dougie, The Eightfold Daniel Abernathy, Time Lord Josh Edwards, Game Bug Prime Nathan Eaton, uh, Matt Gentile, a.k.a. Gentle G, Magical Sleeper, a.k.a. Big Dick Pie Baker Chris Vaughn, Laud Mulaney Dennis, Pinball Archmage Chris Edler, congratulations on your marriage, also congratulations on your marriage, Gentle G, and I'm sorry you couldn't be on this episode. <laughs> Drew and Bailey, congratulations to you guys too. <laughs> Fuck it, why not? <laughs> 
Sandwich Pope Phil Hawkins. Well, maybe I don't want to take anything away from Pinball Archmage Chris, but like maybe that title goes to congratulations on your marriage goes to the, the most recent, the most recent married yeah. person. I think you're right. I think you're right. Oh, it's going to take practice on saying uh, Pinball Archmage Chris Adler, congratulations <laughs> on your marriage. I'm sorry you could be on this episode. Uh, also, Sandwich Pope Phil Hawkins, Drinksmith Joey Webster, Big Daddy Paul Anderson. I said Big Daddied Paul Anderson. <laughs> you know Big Daddy. That doesn't sound right at all. Uh, uh, and Master Cycle Baron Kevin Link. Thank you guys very much. Very, very, very much. Appreciate it. Now for a dramatic reading of one side of a script from a famous rant by an actor. Okay. This could be... I will only be doing the part of the famous actor <laughs> and not the director trying to console the oh, famous the director. actor. Okay. This isn't the one I thought you were going to do. We know a remote farm in Lincolnshire where Miss Buckley lives every July. Peas grow there. <laughs> Do you really mean that? <laughs> Do you think you really want to say July over the snow? <laughs> Isn't that the fun of it? I think it's so nice that you see a snow-covered field and say, Every July, peas grow there. <laughs> we know a remote farm in Lincolnshire where Miss Buckley lives. Every July, peas grow there. We aren't even in the field, you see. We're talking about them growing, and she's picked them. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't understand you. Then we what must what must be over July? Well, I was out. <laughs> we were onto a can of peas, a big dish of peas, and I said, "In July." That's that is where I say in July. <laughs> That doesn't make any sense. Sorry, there's no way of saying an English sentence in which you begin a sentence with in and emphasize it. Give me a jury and show me how you can say in July and I'll go down on you. That's just idiotic if you forgive me for saying so. If you forgive me for saying that. <laughs> That's just stupid. In July. I'd love to see you emphasize in, in, in July. Impossible. Meaningless. He wasn't thinking. He didn't say it. He said it. Uh, I said every July. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't mean every July. But it is. But it's. But that's why it's bad copy. It's in July. Of course it's every July. <laughs> There's too much directing around here. Norway, fish finger, nor, nor findus Norway. We know a certain fjord in Norway. No, <laughs> near where the cod gather in the Great Shoals. They're in Jan Stangdalen. Shit. <laughs> yeah, rolling around. I have no more time. You don't know what I'm up against because of, of, of the things that are only correct because they're grammatical. <laughs> they're tough on the ear. You see, this is very a very wearing one. It's unpleasant to read. Unrewarding because... Find us, freeze the cod at sea, and then add a crumb crisp, a crumb crisp coating. Oh, that's tough. Crumb crisp coating. I think it's because of the way it's written. We need to break it up. It's not so, it's not as conversationally written. Take, take crumb out. 
That's the word. <laughs> take, take, take crumb out. Good. Here under protest is beef burgers. <laughs> we know a little place in the American Far West where Charlie Briggs chops up the finest prairie-fed beef and tastes. This is a lot of shit, you know that? <laughs> you want one more? More on buck beef? <laughs> well, you missed the first beef, actually, completely. What do you mean you missed it? You're emphasizing prairie fed. But you can't emphasize beef. <laughs> That's like wanting me to emphasize in before July. Come on, fellas, you're losing your heads. I wouldn't direct any actor like this in Shakespeare. Will you do this? It's impossible. <laughs> the right reading is the one I'm giving. I spent 20 minutes more than you people on any of the commercials you've ever made. You're such pests. Now, what is it that you want in the depths of your ignorance? What is it that you want? Whatever it is, I can't deliver because I just don't see it. Well, that one's fine. (laughs) Here you go. This isn't worth it. No money is worth listening to this. (laughs) Then Orson Welles leaves the studio. (laughs) Oh, I thought that was a Michael Jordan Gatorade commercial. Pretty close. <laughs> for is the pea-flavored Gatorade. <laughs> Casey not listened to that for such a long time. That Orson Welles? Is it in you? Is it in you? Is it in you? Is it in you? When you were talking about emphasizing in July, that's the first thing that came to my mind was Michael Jordan trying to, to do all those takes for Gatorade. Is it in you? Is it in you? <laughs> no. Is it in you? Is it in you? <laughs> it's like a robot trying to be a human. <laughs> Ooh.